Hello and welcome to the measure of a man. <laughs> Legends of Philadelphia. We're your hosts. I'm Tony the Italian Falcon Trove. And this is my schoolyard chum, Johnny the Italian Rapscallion Tito. Joining us on engineering duties is Brian the Italian Medallion Airman. I want one of those. You might be wondering, can these guys go the distance? Well, in addition to being Philadelphia natives, Zero and I have a lifestyle business, South Fellini, that focuses on Philly culture and in-jokes and comfort. Lots of times, customers will ask, who would win in a fight, Rocky or Godzilla? Or they want to know when Rocky is going to cross over into the Marvel Universe. So we decided... When's Rocky going to be on Super Smash Brothers? That's what I want. That's a, that's a serious question. That's a serious question. So we decided to start this podcast as an easy explainer for new Philadelphians and a refresher for the old heads. The city fascinates and excites us, so we're hoping to share that with you. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. Yep, there's the <laughs> bell. Here we are at the fifth time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, like before we get, before we talk about my the the, the worst Rocky so far, <laughs> uh, you could support Legends of Philadelphia by uh, buying a Legends of Philadelphia T-shirt <laughs> <laughs> on the website. Nothing funny about that. Nothing funny, Nothing about, funny that. about that. All right, back to the show. Just trying to move these. Well, it's a pr- it's a pre-order <laughs> right now. It'll be out. It's it'll be pre-order. out in the beginning of March. Uh, we're just waiting for that delivery. Uh, green T-shirts. Of, we're waiting. Yeah, we got that. And then we'll print them up. We wear every one of them before we send it out. Yep. We tried them all on. <laughs> Another medium. Another medium. We stretch the neck hole in every shirt. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry. I can't fit into a small one. I'm going to have to. <laughs> uh, we should, uh, I'll probably warning everyone now, this, is, this might be the longest episode we ever do. <laughs> Go to the bathroom now. Take a pee break. This is I don't know be, why. We I, have, I, all I, have a maybe, lot to say. I'm speaking for all of us, but I feel like it's, because I like it the least, I have the most to say about it. <laughs> I feel like it's very complex. I feel yeah, like Rocky Five is very complex. On. I was telling them I, I so I take notes and it wouldn't let me take any more <laughs> notes. It was like my phone was like enough, and I had to start another note. And it was like yeah, part two phone. of my notes. Yeah, yeah. you got a flip phone to, to add yeah. on. P S P P P S. So hopefully everybody watched Rocky Five uh, this week. I'm if sorry not, if you did. Yeah. Yeah, we're sorry we sorry did that to you. Sorry if you watched it. It's not that bad. We're gonna jump right into it. Uh, <laughs> There's just so many things I don't like about it. Rocky Five is a 1990 American sports drama film, and it is the fifth installment in the Rocky franchise, starring Sylvester Stallone and Talia Shire. Uh, Real life boxer Tommy Morrison stars as his Tommy Gunn, a talented yet raw Ugh. boxer. And Stallone's real-life son, Sage, played Robert Balboa, whose relationship with his fa- famous father is explored. After Stallone directed the second through fourth films in the series, Rocky V saw the return of John G. Avildsen, who directed uh, r- the original Rocky and won an Academy Award for Best Director. Reception of the film was generally mixed, uh, so we're here to deliver the final blow to Rocky V. <laughs> what do they say in the Here song? Here we are, mixed like, reviews. Uh, mixed uh, reviews. Uh, uh, a, hard, a rock hard body blow. 
<laughs> uh, do you guys remember the first time you saw Rocky Five? Do you remember the your origins uh, of encountering it? We had the box set, which we've talked about in every one of these as a kid. But like, <laughs> my dad would just like I grew up watching all of them, so I like I didn't know that like. Um, it was just like, oh, this is just a part of the Rocky saga. Like, and it was like, oh, this is the one where he like trains a dude. Um, I, yeah. I, you don't remember. I remember when it came out. I mean, you were too young, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. Uh, but I remember, uh, <laughs> my grandparents had a, uh, uh, a greater media cable hot box and we it was like and like you would they would play, like well they play these movies on loop you know on these channels and they would like yeah. give you access to it as like pay-per-view and uh uh i remember so we watched it like a million times and i had never seen rocky one or any of the rocky <laughs> i saw rocky five like a million times me and, too rocky five was the first uh, one i saw as well <laughs> so it's oh, kind of wow. a weird thing and luckily there's so many montages, you don't even need to see the other Rockies. They bring you, you up to speed in the first five minutes. They replay the last movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was in the third grade when Rocky Five came out. My friend, uh, he had a VHS bootleg of the movie. Uh, it was like recorded in theaters. Uh, so that's how I saw it. Uh, and it was the first Rocky movie that I had seen, like I said. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I like it. that we both saw bootlegs of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after that, I watched the first movie. I was like, "Mom, have you seen this movie?" And uh, they uh, they they rented Rocky One for me, and uh, it really stuck in my head that I had just watched the beginning of this guy's life story and the end of his life story, and I hadn't seen anything in the middle yet. And like yeah. for a while, that was like all I knew of Rocky. And uh, so I, the, the fifth one really stands out in my head. It made quite an impression. I remember like, there's like they're all so nostalgic of each other. So like. You know, even like they go to like Port Richmond in, in the movie, like they're always like, like it gives, they're always reaching for these like, these these feelings, and they get it like every time from people. Yeah, yeah. They're, the music does a lot of heavy lifting, um, pulling on them heartstrings. Uh, yeah. in these movies. I uh, I wrote up. Uh, we can. I'll just talk about it now. But like, like I didn't. We didn't. I didn't grow up in the seventies, so it's like seeing seventies Philadelphia. It's like, oh, that's interesting. In eighties Philadelphia. But, like, this one is interesting because it's, like, this is the Philadelphia that I know. Like, this was, like, oh, this is yeah. what it looked like. It's when very I was familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll do a quick synopsis from the back of the VHS box. Uh, recently retired boxer Rocky Balboa, Sylvester Stallone, falls on hard times after his accountant mismanages his finances. He stages a comeback of sorts by mentoring fiery young boxer Tommy, uh, Tommy Morrison. Uh, while also trying to mend his shaky relationship with his own son, Robert, uh, played by Sage Stallone. These challenges prove to be at least as tough as any fight Rocky has faced in the ring. He wonders if he will ever be able to meet them and raise his arms in victory again. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, it's very personal. This was, Even the, the, the description of the movie doesn't mention any kind of like big climactic fight or anything like the other uh, synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there isn't much uh, making of information on this movie because uh, you know how it got made. I mean, it was the fifth time they were doing it, and uh, they didn't even have to bring back Carl Weathers for this one. They, they, they left some of the actors behind to make this one. They don't even show him in the montage at the end. Like they, like maybe they show like for like a second, but like uh, there's a there's a poster on on uh, yeah. On the wall, yeah. 
Rocky Jr. Yeah, bedroom wall. But that's about it. Um, so I think I figure let's just jump right into it with uh, Beerman uh, uh, taking us through his copious notes. Um, yeah, and uh, I think before and we'll just bring up what's relevant when it's relevant. I think before we start, uh, we have to kind of. I would like to point out that Tommy Morrison and Sage Stallone are have passed away since the, the movie came out, and I'm going to be critical of their performances at some point. Some points, so uh, uh, I don't. Well, I'm not insulting them, but it's just like that's part of reviewing the movie. They were both not actors, and they had like. To, they both have like so huge parts just, of this just movie. say not for nothing before you not say for nothing <laughs> not for nothing <laughs> not for nothing not, but these guys can't not, act. not, not insulting them not i'm not trying to insult them but that's just part of the the thing all right so i want to point out this is pg-13 the other ones were pg and then pg-13 rating i think came out in 83 so the so the the third and fourth one could have been pg-13 um, there is slight nudity in this a few times. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to miss. Um, so it's the it has the scroll logo. The scroll is back. Can you imagine you're like a like a kid? Uh, you're like this one's this one's got a PG thirteen rating. The, uh, it's gonna be so much more <laughs> hardcore than the other ones. And the first shot of the movie. Yeah, like the Mortal Kombat of no. Yeah, yeah. There's more it, water. It, in it hit me, hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> Wasn't expected, to be honest. So it's a mon- if like every Rocky sequel, it's a, there's a montage of the last fight. So it's the Rocky Four Ivan Drago fight. Bill Conti is back doing the music. Uh, he did the first two, I think, and then he's not. He didn't do the fourth one. The fourth one has like, which we pointed out, has like it's very 80s synth stuff. But he's back on this one. So the movie opens and it's Rocky's naked ass in a shower. (laughs) (laughs) This was definitely a Stallone. Like Stallone definitely made. He was like, all right, the movie opens and it's my ass. Uh, It's it's definitely the 90s, right? The the Rocky Four is so iconically 80s. This movie had to be like we're going to be as 90s as possible. Yeah, that's the way it's like. But were they shooting it in 1989? So yeah, they didn't like know 90, what the '90s was gonna look like yet. Like, like they just were like projecting a '90s uh, look. Um, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It does its best to not be '80s. That's for sure. This kind of nudity was like becoming more and more regular, even on television throughout uh, the '90s, with like NYPD Blue and stuff. Seeing a dude's butt on prime Dennis time. Franz's ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. seeing unattractive mm-hmm. male butts on <laughs> <laughs> on network television is a barrier we broke in the '90s, and we've never gone back. And we never look back. Sloan's Sloan's in a porno. He's been on the closed set. You know, he... <laughs> we should review that next. We should review that. You're right. It's a prequel. Did they shoot that here too? The uh, Rockies in the shower. Tony Duke. They call him Tony in this one. They call him Duke in other ones. But there's also another character named Duke in this one. So right. he's just Tony. Why is he naked? And only only has like the uh, his his gold chain on. When they, like did he put it on after the fight? That doesn't make any sense. That's true, Trovi. Did not fight with that gold chain. He's showering in the dark, also. Well, I, that's you know, that's Soviet Russia. That's just that was the problems they yeah. had keeping the lights no, on. No hot, no hot water. Yeah, no hot. Water. He's like, I can't feel my hands, but it's because it's ice cold water coming out of the faucet. 
Tony's in the other room and he's he's like, you made everyone proud, especially Apollo. And he's holding Apollo's trunks. And Rocky is like, get it. He's, he yells, go get Adrian. And he was like, oh, okay. So it cuts to Rocky and he's like sitting down and he's like shivering. Like he can't stop shaking. I mean, he did just, just get the shit beat out of him. This is right directly after the fight. And he's telling Adrian comes in and he he says, remember when Mickey said he would fight so hard that he thought he broke something inside and he was going to die. And that's when the angels were falling on him. And he's like, I can't stop my hands from shaking. He's like, I never felt this way. And Adrian's like, you got to go see the doctor. And he's like, no, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. And he calls her Mickey. And then she's like, oh, shit, like did something like he's like seriously fucked up. This scene sets expectations for the movie really high because it's 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 it sets great stakes Absolutely. and it's and the acting is good and that little touch you yeah and you're like it's like holy shit like this is like you're like oh this movie's gonna be like dealing with the repercussions of like all the shit that and it kind of does but then it doesn't but it doesn't <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like the and that intro like with like all their like their names and everything like it was so artsy and it gets you pretty hype on how this is gonna be and this is the first scene it's like yeah. naked Salone and then it's the two of them and then it's then it's a then it's a, a screen wipe it just it does like a Star Wars screen wipe and they <laughs> and they're back in the United States and they're back on Coruscant. <laughs> They're in Chestnut Hill, right? <laughs> it's it's the airplane airplane lands. I guess it's it's an airport, and it's later on we kind of it's referred to that it's he's the guy. They say the city, so I guess it's Philly Airport. But it's there's like, a PA flag behind him at the press conference. Okay, so yeah. then I think there's a marching band. It's probably the Lincoln marching band. I wasn't sure, but uh, they're playing. They're gonna fly now. Which now this. <laughs> Can Rocky only hear it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're actually playing like my way or something, but he he only he only knows one song. Yeah. Am I? R- <laughs> how can he? Hear, how does the song exist in the Rocky's universe? <laughs> everybody knows it. Yeah, that's weird. Does everybody know it? It's what he hears. I I fully am on board with this. I'm now. into this. I'm into this. I'm uh, I'm because I think this is the only time. Again, this is my wife's theory. <laughs> No, well, then there's the other part where they are aware of the song "Go for It." Like they, like yeah, the characters are aware of it. <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah, it's a music they it can crosses all hear over. In their it crosses head. over. Yeah. It sometimes they can hear it. Sometimes they can't. Yeah, it's a Balboa family uh, superpower passed down from <laughs> father to son. So I guess they were in Russia for like what would you say, like a couple months when they were when he was training and stuff. I would say three months. So then, like, this is, like, supposedly, like, the weekend after the fight, like, because, like, it just happened. So he touches down, and he's like, where's the kid? And it's a kid who's fucking, like, 14. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he, he left, he, le- he, had a, he had a hell of a growth spurt these, like, past three mm-hmm. months, because it's, like, the kid, he was, like, he's supposed to be, like, what, nine? Well, um, <clears throat> my wife, who I mentioned earlier, had that very insightful thing, told me specifically not to say this. So of course you're going to. <laughs> they left him home with with Paulie's sex robot, and they yeah. came back, and now he's ten years older. And like and the robot is, is go- gone. Gone. What is going on? What happened? I want to see that movie. How did that kid well, I grow? See that movie. Yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. some Cat in the Hat shit. That's like <laughs> <laughs> there was some wild adventure between Rocky Four. What and is it? Wait, what happened? Yeah. So he's like, "Hey, how you doing in school?" And he's like, "I made the honor roll." How fucking long were they away? Like they don't <laughs> have phones. Re- 
in, in Soviet break. Russia, they don't have phones? <laughs> yeah, like, what? I don't understand. What's funny is later in the movie, the, there's like a plot hole because the kid is later on in the spoilers. The, the, they, him and the son have like a fight, and he's just like, he's like, I wanted, I wanted it to be fun like last Christmas, but they weren't together that Christmas. Right. They, he, he, his, his, his Christmas was his, his, his Pauly sex robot wearing a, a Christmas hat. A Santa wig. hat, right, and a yeah, beard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was like it's just bizarre, but. Um, so they're having a press conference in like an airport and I, hangar. I, I, and I, drove, oh, yeah. real quick, Trove and I were talking earlier, and it, it turns out um, there have been four actors to pay, to play uh, Rocky Jr., Robert Balboa. Um, the the baby Rocky was a different. Was his his other son? It was right? his other son. Yes. And then they have that actor, that young actor named Rocky, who plays him in four. And now his son is his other son is here to play him uh, in five, and then the dude from Heroes plays him in in the Rocky Balboa the movie, one. the sixth one. Yeah, uh, and doesn't he come back at, at the end of Creed? Is, isn't he goes to spoilers? He goes to like is it, his, is it is is it the same actor? Yeah, they get Nick, they get that guy back. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But I just we'll I thought it was it. really interesting that so many actors had played this character and like continuity wise. It's like James Bond. Everyone's playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Rocky doesn't really have a kid. This has all been like an elaborate, <laughs> an elaborate <laughs> scheme, and he's just like he's just punchy enough. He, he's like he's like yeah, I accept it. Uh, so they're doing a press conference and like the box reporters are all asking him. They're like, how do you feel about Russian people? And he's like, good. And somebody asked, they're like, Adrian, did you learn any Russia? And where are they? Like, the convention center? Is that what it's just is? like an, air, an it looks, airport? It looks like an airport hangar. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're like, Adrian, did you learn any Russian? And Paulie's like, yeah, she's fluent in vodka. Why is Paulie always at these press conferences? I don't understand. <laughs> like, well, well, uh, and also, Rocky Jr. has a microphone too. It's like, why is he on here? Like, <laughs> why is he? Who's yeah, I've never seen questions? like like what's Hey, Michael Jordan Jr. Yeah, what do you yeah. have to say? Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, <laughs> Michael Jordan's drunk a uh, drunk brother-in-law. What do you What do you think about this? <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wayne Gretzky's neighbor. Like, what do you, what did <laughs> what you think about that last think? goal? What was going through you your mind? You went to high school at Wayne Gretzky. What do you think? <laughs> give this give me a microphone. <laughs> so our reporter says there's a rumor there were medical complications after the fight, and Adrian's like, no, there those were just rumors. He's fine. Um, Stu Nahan, I think, is the reporter that asked this question, but he was doing commentary. Wasn't he in Russia doing commentary for yes. the fourth movie? Yeah, he was. Maybe it's supposed to be like his twin twin brother. It's his he twin says, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Nahan. No, that was my that's my brother Lou. Com, com, commentary, 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 live commentary, and and reporter, <laughs> reporter wrap up of the of the event commentary. They're a dynamic duo. He says recently the American Medical Association recommended boxing should be banned. He says he says, do you agree with the doctors? And Rocky says, yeah, I don't think doctors should ever fight. This is like, this is like a Beatles answer. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like Ringo like, is like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which yeah. I like. There, they, they, that's something I felt I that I do like. They kind of go back to Rocky being stupid and having like funny 
uh, answers for well, things. Well, those sometimes. things are Rocky being not so stupid. I don't know, isn't he? I I, I guess you can th- you can view it as he's not in on the joke or he is in on the joke, but uh, it's like a good night Gracie thing, you know? Yeah. It, it, I guess after that fight, or like like I was like 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 there's always like, like a Yogi like a Yogi Berra thing. Like, yeah, yeah. He says, you know what I mean? Like one of those like old timey sayings. It sounds yeah. wrong, but then it's like this is the smartest man in the room. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. a great way to uh, endear Rocky <laughs> to the audience again. If you forgot Definitely. why you liked Rocky, Rocky's actually a genius, is what you're saying. Rocky's actually a genius, and he has an unappreciated <laughs> intelligence. Yeah. Uh, so they're interrupted by George Washington Duke, who uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> he comes up with Union Kane, who is the uh, who is now the um, heavyweight champion of the world. So this the. This is a thing that, like, is weird because, all right, so in the fourth one, there we talked about it. There's a deleted scene where they, they tell Rocky, the boxing commission tells Rocky, we're stripping you of the title if you take this if you take this fight. And he's like, I don't care. I take, so he takes the fight. So seemingly he is stripped of the title. However, that's not in the movie. So we can't go by that. But in the fourth one, Stu Nahan, I think, is the one that says, he specifically says this is not for the title. So He does, yeah. So... I guess, like, so what happens there? Because because it's like Rocky retires right here, but he's not retired yet. So they are they are someone else. You're is saying Stallone by this point. Stallone forgot that that scene was cut from the fourth one. He remembers shooting it. He remembers writing it, but he doesn't remember cutting it. And so he's and is that is that canon if it's not in the movie? It it has to be in order for this whole thing with uh, Union to work with this new guy to work. Because otherwise he's challenging. Well, I guess if he comes to the press conference and he's challenging Rocky for the for the title there, we'd have to go back and and see exactly. But does he come in there? Is he the champion at that point? Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you sure that he's not just like stand, he's not in there demanding his I'm shot sure. at the title? Because Rocky, I was... maybe I'm wrong. I was gonna say because then the next thing that happens is Rocky goes to the doctors and they say you can never fight again. So if the audience yeah. isn't familiar with the cutscene from the fourth movie, now they know that Rocky can never fight again. He's forfeiting the title if he hadn't already. And so yeah. Union is going to get the card, or Union is going to get the title by uh, decision anyway, by, or no, by, what do they call him? A paper champion. He's going to be a paper yeah, champion. Yeah, I guess it would paper be. champion. George Washington Duke, if you've never seen this movie, is literally Don King. I mean, that's just like, he is Don King. He says only in America. He's like a character of Don King. It's well, I was saying before, like it's like Mike Tyson and Don King, like they're like a, it's like the it's yes the late eighties early nineties, like oh boxing's back, and they're like oh Ro- Stallone's yeah Stallone's like oh people like boxing again, all right I'm making another Rocky movie yeah but you're right boxing <laughs> boxing isn't Muhammad Ali and George Foreman it's Mike Tyson now is like right. the, and boxing's it's changed like, the whole style has changed you got to touch it yeah there's a Simpsons quote where it's one of the, my favorite <laughs> Simpsons episodes where they have uh, Homer starts being a boxer, and they have Lucia Sweet, <laughs> Lucia Sweets, who's uh, and they do this joke. He looks just like they they do this joke. I never realized how genius it is, but it applies to this where Homer's like, "Wow, he looks just like Don King, and he's just as famous as him." <laughs> and, and, and it's just like winking to the camera. They're like, "All right, this is basically Don King," and George Washington Duke is is basically that character. I wonder how Don King thought of this. I tried to look that up too. Uh, there's like a, there's so much like a bootlegginess to to Rocky as well, like things they, they yeah, get away with or yeah. There's uh, later on in the movie I'll bring it up, but they just basically stole a thing 
And you know, even like like we have our thread or text thread, like that that um that that jumpsuit they're selling. Like it's even like a bootleg of like something he wore, and they're selling his merch. Oh yeah, it doesn't have the Nike logo. It's or Adidas logo. It's not Adidas. It's like you put his Rocky logo. But now we can buy it. We're all we, we're it. all gonna get one. What? I mean, it's, we're all gonna get one. by the Genius. time we do Rocky Balboa, we're all gonna be dripping in these. Yeah, <laughs> I think the Don King character or the Don King caricature, like that's something that like starts popping up in the late eighties, nineties, and it, and you see it on Late Night, you see it on Saturday Night Live. There's a lot of Don King characters in other. movies. He was just like such a well. larger than life character. Yeah, and it. it's just one of those things that I guess uh, everyone was doing it, or maybe it started here. But he is. Uh, I. I can't imagine Don King has any one opinion on any of these imp- impressions, you know, over the other. He probably considers them all insulting. <laughs> I have in my notes it says he wants him to fight heavyweight champ Union Kane, but I could be wrong, so I'm not I'm not sure. He wants him to fight in Tokyo, which I'm pretty sure is a reference to the Mike Tyson Buster Douglas fight at the Tokyo Dome, which happened like the year before this. Mm. So it's like one of the most famous upsets ever. Um, and he literally says only in America, which is Don King's catchphrase. Adrian says he's retired. And then the reporters start like the reporters in this movie are like cutthroat, man. Yeah, they're they like, are. You owe us an answer. They're like, don't you this, it's a, don't you have a duty to respond now, not later. And Rocky says, can I heal first? And he thanks his family and he leaves. The guy says the Duke, I guess it's like Duke's partner. I think his name is Merlin. He's like, don't worry, you'll get him. So they take the limo home. And they're super happy. It's a different house, right? Yeah, yeah. We looked it up. Uh, Drove and I looked it up. All three uh, times you see Rocky's Mansion are different homes. Uh, two of them are in, are in L.A., but this one is in is in uh, Glen Olden. Is that what it was? Glenwood? Is that what it was? It was in PA. It was around here. <laughs> okay. There's a dog barking, but they never show the dog. But is that Buckus Jr.? Is that one of Buckus's... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope so. Like Buck, Buckus had pups. The Buckus li- lineage lives on. Oh, they don't take that dog with them. You never see it again. Yeah, and there's no dog than the last movie. They must uh, like, they, they <laughs> must auction it off when he, uh, when he goes <laughs> And Rocky's dog. What about here for Rocky's dog? How about these turtles? Cuff and Link. You can change the names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Rocky wants to dance with Adrian. He says, maybe I'll t- ups- take you upstairs and violate you like a parking meter. Rocky Jr. is five feet away from them. Jesus Christ. And uh, uh, she says, it'll cost you a quarter. And he's like, yo, Adrian, where'd you learn to talk like that? Their kid is right there. That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. I'm sure he wants to hear this. Junior asking, ask Paulie if he notices anything different about his dad. And because and, he's just like, something's up with him. And, and he's, Paulie's just like, oh, he just took some hard shots. So Rocky goes to Rocky Jr.'s room. He has a Sixers poster in the room, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, He's painting a picture of Rocky fishing, and Rocky's going through his drawings, and it's a woman uh, uh, with giant boobs. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. This is 100% the the image for this episode. (laughs) This this screen grab (laughs) is the image. The screen grab of this thing Wait, that we're talking I about. Say, they they want to like they want to like show off that Rocky Jr. is like a good artist, but then all the art they show that he made is like horrible. <laughs> That's well, true. He's like nine. He's nine years old. Nine. Even though he's fifteen, he's nine. Even though he's like, like four, even though he's got like a five o'clock shadow and he can drive, <laughs> he's like, he's nine like years the, old. The art, yeah. Like I don't know what. I don't know. There's something. There's something about it. And then, 
And then go ahead, Beerman. There's you, something very always sunny in Philadelphia about him, well, about this, oh, I, I <laughs> this said, teenage no, boy crudely he, drawing breasts. He draws. He draws like a naked woman, and there's a. There's an episode of Always Sunny where Dennis draws a naked woman. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Like, it turns on Charlie. And it's like, <laughs> Dennis, <laughs> Dennis Reynolds, and Rocky Jr. draw the same kind of naked lady. I sent this to Fearman, you know, earlier yeah. that week. <laughs> <laughs> this is a connection. Yeah, dude. It's, it's this just is a, a connection. real connection. That's in the yeah. the Always Sunny universe is based in the Rocky universe. I don't know. There's just something about Rocky Jr. and Dennis draw the, exactly the same. There's it, something uh, sociopathic about their their poor motor function <laughs> skills that 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 they draw so many uh, breasts, but they're so awful. They they do such a terrible job at it. They should be getting better at it. I guess my point. <laughs> Uh, why did they make it that you know they probably even like they had options and they're like no that one like there's maybe i can only you know what I, I mean like like the art department definitely was like all right we here's like five options and they were like that one like why <laughs> if anyone has access to the original shooting script please check yeah please let us know and let we, us know we need, to, we need to know about this how this scene was scripted so he's like, who is this? And Rocky Jr. is like, oh, it's my French teacher. And he's like, all right, don't let your mom just see this. She doesn't understand French. <laughs> Rocky does the thing where he's like, he's like, what's in your ear? And he has a quarter in his ear. But he is this like did he learn magic tricks in Russia or something? Because he does this throughout the movie and he doesn't do. And but but in that one thirty for 30 with Muhammad Ali, where he's like, it's his one of his last fights and he's training. He does this. He's like doing magic tricks. So is that taken from that? You it's think it's got to be just like a weird. It's absolutely got to be. Yeah. Uh, Stallone Stallone did, I, I mean, quote unquote, research for all of these movies. He he read a lot of magazines about boxing. He read a lot of stories and but like, why Rocky? does Rocky know close-up magic now? It's such a weird. Uh, I know it's a weird choice, and it's through the whole movie. It's like a recurring thing. In the he's movie. like, I'm sure I can hear the conversation that justifies it, which is like, well, he's quick with his hands. He's very quick with his hands. He should be able yeah. to do sleight of hand, right? <laughs> he's like rolling a quarter on. Him. <laughs> There's some kind of like <laughs> griftingness about it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he, I was gonna, you I know was what it is. <laughs> He he usually has his ball. He misses his rubber ball. ball. So he's like, I got to yeah. do something with my hands. So I'll do close up magic. Yeah. Rocky Jr. Because earlier in the movie, he 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 says like he tells Rocky that having him was like being born again. And he's like, What did you mean like that? And he said, Well, when you come up like I did, and you got three squares to zero, three square meals to zero a day, you get the B sides of life, the A sides of life, and the B sides of life. And he's like, I'm like on the B side. But you got all the breaks, so when I see you having all these things that I didn't have, I live through your eyes. And he he has two black eyes, so he asks Paulie Jr., he's like, do I look like a raccoon? And he's like, yeah, a little bit. And he's like, yeah, Rocky Raccoon, which is, that's cute. So Rocky tells him he loves him and all, and and, and uh, he leaves. And as he's going downstairs, he sees Adrian and Paulie fighting. And Adrian's like, he's telling, she's telling Paulie, that wasn't your money. That was Rocky's money. And Paulie's like, I made a mistake. And he said, you just gave up our lives. And Paulie says, your accountant's a crook, not me. I want to wor- murder the bum worse than anybody. So Rocky's just like, what's going on? And Paulie says, the accountant says that since Rocky was going to be in Russia for a couple months, he needed him to sign a tax extension. And Adrian's like, that wasn't a tax extension. It was power of attorney. Uh, and Paulie, Paulie's like, I'm going to drink. He's like, oh, my eyes. I never stole a dime. 
and Rocky's like, what's what's going on? And Adrian's like, all the money's gone. Like, like we're broke. And that's the story. And that's that. That's the story. And and Rocky Jr. is on the steps and he's like watching this. Uh, you know, um, story aside, I uh, I really enjoy this version of their house. Uh, we've I've heard <laughs> this. <laughs> Italian Graceland. <laughs> Italian <laughs> Graceland. Well, this is the uh, most authentic Rocky, version, right? Yeah, Rocky Jr.'s he's got that he's got that built-in wall uh, fish tank. Very yeah, cool. that is cool. I, I like the pillars and things like that. It looks like someone's like real house, you know. Um, and then they have like, all those weird statues. We were trying to figure. It's an Airbnb. We should have a party there. We should go have a party. <laughs> That's a great idea. We should have a we should have a rave. Yeah. And listen to yeah. Like, like Bill Bill Conti techno. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has to wear American flag boxer shorts. Yeah, and all yeah. like the pacifiers and everything. <laughs> <laughs> we all got Uncle Sam hats. <laughs> so it cuts to City Hall, which if we're going by the deleted scene from the fourth one that we were talking about earlier they have the they do the boxing commission meets up with rocky there so i guess this this is the only building in philadelphia where any business can take place is city hall well this Uh, is across the street from city hall because you can see city hall in the background oh i see and there's scaffolding on uh you're looking down on the tower yo it's like 1990 there there's there's buildings above city hall you can look down at the at the uh billy penn that means that scaffolding was on that building since then until like what a couple of years ago, almost like, twenty years like, straight. Yeah, that is out. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it's like most of my most of my life. It's yeah. been up. Yeah, it's load bearing scaffolding. They couldn't just get rid well, of it. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Get oh rid of man. It. So Rocky's meeting with his attorneys, and they they say, um, they're talking about. Uh, his accountant and he says the guy had power of attorney he was involved in some big real estate scheme and he thought he could flip the houses and give back put the money back in rocky's account before he noticed it was gone but he's like the deal fell through because the market dried up which is kind of like a small running thing of the movie that like the economy's not in philly isn't as good anymore they kind of allude to that later when they're walking through the neighborhood but uh, he says you lost millions. He said they filed eight criminal charges against him, but he owes debt. And he, he also said the guy didn't pay his tax returns in six years. And he's like, you owe a mortgage. And Adrian's like, we didn't have a mortgage on the house. He's like, well, apparently you did because you owe $400,000. And they say the only thing you own is Mickey's gym, which he left to Rocky's son in his will when he died, which is interesting. Yeah, that's a nice twist. Cause, well, and it also, I mean, for the purposes of the movie, it also puts the gym out of the IRS's reach. Uh, yeah. So they can at least use that as a as a set to return to. And Paulie's like, "Hey, you just do some commercials like you used to." And Rocky's like, "I'm a fighter. I don't do commercials." And the guy said, "The guy says you couldn't get sponsors anyway." He's like, "Because of this accountant thing." And then also, they know about your criminal record for assault in connection with loan sharking. So I guess that came to light during these years. There's a thirty for thirty came out on Rocky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stu Bykovsky did a, uh, a, a, a an, expo- an, uh, an expose in the, in the Enquirer. Yeah, he blew, he blew it up. He, so Paulie's like, "Oh, you'll just fight some more," and and the lawyer's like, "Yeah, just a couple more fights, you'll be out of the clear." And Adrian's like, "He's retired." And then Yo, like, it's, the such whole- a, it's so exhausting. Adrian, like Adrian's such a character, and, and it just became. Rocky, I don't want you to fight. I well, she's like she she's gonna so, die if he fights her. I know she doesn't, but like her, like 
their interaction is that in every movie. Yeah, they don't go anywhere with it. She, anywhere she doesn't get it. anything else to do. It's just like this this marriage shouldn't work. <laughs> no. Let's, let's be real. This is like And I I told Zeta too. They had she's dressed like Ruth Bader Ginsburg in this movie too. <laughs> <laughs> she's got it dialed up in this scene. I I I I do like this scene. I like the aesthetics. I like the wood panel. I like the all the lawyers and accountants their faces are kind of backlit and they're they're dark cuz they're backlit by the window. So you really only see Paulie and and um and uh, Adrian and Rocky and uh, so they get to act against one another. But uh, Talia Shire is dialing it up to Al Pacino, Godfather, three levels of, of acting. I think that came out the same <laughs> year. This. She's like doing that thing with her hands where she's like she's grabbing it at like fruit in the air. Hoo-ha. Yeah. Hoo-ha. She keeps saying hoo-ha so loud. <laughs> so like the whole family's like arguing and the, the lawyers must be like, this family's a fucking mess, dude. Paulie's like, he's like, you didn't notice because you're living in a fairy tale world where the air don't move. Yeah, so Italians always yelling, so loud, <laughs> so loud. They're walking out, and Rocky says to Adrian, he, he, "Well, he's like, call Duke. I'll fight Kane anywhere, anytime." And Adrian's like, "You need to see a doctor." He says he needs to see a promoter. So he's like, he's like, I got to fight. I got problems. I got to fight. And which is like basically what he's always done. It's just like, oh, I'll fight my way out of my problems because that yeah. has always worked for me. But she's like, no, you can't do this anymore. And she's like, well, you go see a doctor for me. And he's like, all right, I'll do it for you. I, I really do. I do like at this point, I really enjoy that the movie is not like Rocky Four was so crazy and out there. And it was it was like he defeats the Soviet Union. You kind of feel like the. The fifth movie, I said this in the last one we did, that you feel like the fifth movie has nowhere to go but take Rocky to space. So I think it's kind of great that they subvert expectations and they're like, no, we're going to take him back to the street. We're going to take him back to, to, to being broke. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's at least Which something. Is, it, it is interesting, but it doesn't really stick the landing of doing No, it doesn't. He, well, he should, well, he should die in the end. Well, that was the we'll get into. I know, but like, but like that, but that does cap it. That is how it should end, you know. But then they couldn't make eight more of these. I know. (laughs) But like, it's the difference of this being like good or not. I don't know. It's. I don't. The the acting is so bad. I don't know if any ending could have saved it. I don't know. I don't know how many multiverse Rocky Balboas coming in to help him save the day would (laughs) have. Yo, I'm Rocky from the future. He's got like a jet, a jet jet hat and shit. Yeah. I'm Colonial Rocky. I'm Zombie Rocky. <laughs> I would I would see that movie though. Actually, call us. Like, let us hit hit us up. So the doctor says because of the continuous violent blows to your head, you've developed a condition condition particular to boxers, and it's called cavum septum pollicidum, which is a hole in the membrane separating the ventricles. And they're like, simply put, you have brain damage, and the effects are irreversible. And Adrian's like, you have to retire. And Rocky's like, no. He's like, I just fought the best fight of my life. And he's like, all I need is a couple more, like a couple more fights. So, and and he's like, the doctors could be wrong. He ain't God. Only God is wrong. And the doctors tells him, like, with this condition, you're not going to be able to get licensed anywhere. And Adrian says, Rocky, do you love me? She says, because if you love somebody, you love you live for them, and you don't gamble with the life. And Rocky said, I don't care about the money it's or she says rocky i don't care about the money it's you that all that matters please and so rocky's like he tells the doctor he's like you don't have to tell any about uh, anybody about this right and they're like no it's like strictly confidential 
So in the years that uh, followed the film's release, the injury that actually forces Rocky to retire, which is referenced in the film as a potentially lethal form of brain damage, is actually inaccurate. Uh, Stallone stated that having discussed the story with many boxing medical professionals, the injury Rocky suffered was a milder form of brain damage similar to that of a long-term concussion uh, that many boxers suffer and by modern-day standards are still able to gain licenses to box. Uh, it would not have prevented Rocky from gaining a license to box, uh, nor would it have killed him. So that's how he justified Rocky Six. Uh, yeah. yeah. Got it. But I don't. Got like it. That, Got it. I don't like that because they because they don't explain that in Rocky Six. They just like they're just like just ignore all that. Like there's not a scene where the doctor tells him this. Uh, I I don't think there is a I scene. No, it, Stallone suggests that advances in medical science uh, would have a cured. wizard did it basically. Yeah, a yeah. wizard did it. Get back so in there's there. a montage of Rocky newspapers of Rocky retiring, and they're having an estate sale at his house. And Rocky Jr. sitting on his mo- his Italian stallion motorcycle, and the guy's like, "Hey, you got to get off! Someone just bought this." He's <laughs> like, he kicks him off, and Rocky's like, "He's like, we'll get it all back. We've been down before. We just got to stick together. We're we're the home home team, which is like a thing they say throughout this whole movie. Home team. Uh, Mickey's used to say the fight ain't over till we." Till it's over. Uh, oh, fight ain't over till you hear a bell. We didn't hear no bell, right? Which also comes back at the end. So Rocky's in his attic. He's going through his chest of old stuff. And he pulls out his old hat, which is all dusty. And, and his rubber ball, which is in there. The bankruptcy judge let him keep his rubber ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, no one wants this old rubber ball. And he's got his old clothes on. What is that? Like, I don't under that is that is like cartoonish where he's like, my life is falling apart. I got to put on the outfit I wore 20 years ago because when he's sad, his his only friend is this rubber ball. We learned <laughs> if, if we're going by the first two movies, anytime he's sad, he bounces his ball. So That's he's true. sad now. He's bound. He's back to the ball. I, I didn't see um, no ball when I didn't see any ball when Apollo died. That's all I'm saying. No, no. Well, it was in this chest and he can't just get another ball. It was buried under it's all that stuff same. that they sold at bankruptcy. It's not the same. So he does the ear thing with Adrian's old glasses, and she's like, that was the first time I ever kissed you when you took them off. And I let's not talk about that scene. Let's just breeze on past that. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going for a walk to Andy's, which is like a bar near the L. And outside the L, he's like smoking. He takes up smoking again. And uh, the bar is across the street from Mickey's gym. So he walks in, and he's like, how you doing, Mick? And he's like, he finds an old glove. He's like punching bag. He's like punching the bag. Um, so then it's like he's like staring across at the old ring, and it's like a it's a flashback. But this is new scene, new footage, where it's um I think it's after the it's before the second Apollo fight. I think. Yeah, because he's wearing black shorts. I don't, I don't I guess that's the only way you can you would know which yeah. fight it was supposed to he, be. It's Burgess Meredith again. He's like. He's training him, and he's like, Apollo is not going to know what hit him. And he, this whole thing that he says, because I was like, oh, this is like a good scene. It's 100% almost line for line taken from an interview with Cuts Damata, who was um, uh, Mike Tyson's trainer, where he says like this exact same shit. He's like, if you wasn't here, I probably wouldn't be alive today. He's like, the fact that you're here and doing as well as you're doing gives me, he's like, what do they call it? Motivization to stay alive. He doesn't say, he says motivation, but. It's Mickey. And he's like, I think that people die sometimes when they don't want to live no more. Nature's, nature's smarter than people think. And they show Rocky, like, saying this out loud because he remembers this. 
he's like, I'll stay alive and watch over you, and I won't ever leave. And when I do leave, he'll know. Now Rocky will know how to live outside the ring too. He gives him a cufflink of a boxing glove, and he says, Rocky Marciano gave this to him. He said, it's going to be like an angel on your shoulder. If you ever get hurt and you feel like you're going down, this little angel is going to whisper in your ear, get up, you son of a bitch, because Mickey loves you. And Rocky's like, what happened to the, what happened to the other one? He's like, oh, he gave it to some bum. It's, it's by far the best part of the whole movie. Yeah, this is like it's like <laughs> it's very it's very on the nose, but it, it's a good scene and it's it's cool to see Mickey again because yeah. you know he wasn't in the fourth one. Yeah, and, you know he's such an integral, fun part of, uh, and he still just looks like an old man. So it's not like like he was old in the in the first one. So. Right, he doesn't look any older. Yeah, yeah. And then this is the hardest I laughed watching this movie. It's like the beginning of Take You Take You Back. Do 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 the movie that's like the Frank Stallone song, but it's a fucking New Jack Swing version. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I was, I was dying. I was fucking dying. That's how you know we're back in the streets. Yeah, oh, I was dying. It's like Ro- Rocky's like, "Hey, yo, I just got Bell Biv DeVoe tickets." <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I just got this new I'll Be Sure cause single. <laughs> Uh, so they're moving into Paul Paulie's old house, his, which is his parents' house, right? They established that in the first one. Yeah, and he's saying I got or, the old. Or, or was I, that just was that just our theory that? No, it well, looks. The, Mickey, it, it may well, not. Uh, Adrian and and him lived there, and they were having Thanksgiving yeah. there. I mean, I assume they there's the house they grew up in. Paulie says something like, um, "Well, at least I still got the old house. We don't have to worry about that." Yeah, or and I got the, the old place. There's the whole crowd is there like watching them like move their shit in. And it's like this is like such a fucking thing that like like I don't know any of these extras, but it's like these they look like people I grew up with because it's that neighborhood. It's like it's like and it's that time. It's like these old ladies look like fucking old ladies that like I grew up with. It's it's amazing. Those are just the old ladies who live on that block. Those aren't like paid yeah. professional actors. They're just like, yeah. oh, Sylvester Stallone's on. The-. Some of them are wearing like their best coats. They got like fur coats yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're taking a break from watering down the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking a break from going to a Rocky's wakes. here. You can you can <laughs> take the plastic off the couch. Rocky. <laughs> 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 Taking a break from frying cutlets. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, they show a scene of Duke uh, calls Adrian and he's like, "Can you hear the parade going by?" He's like, "It's the parade of opportunity knocking," and he's like, I'm "Just trying to help you." He's like, "You can start living like human beings," because he's just like making fun of how they live. And Adrian's like, "We're living like human beings. You ought to try it sometime." So he hangs up. She hangs up on him, and he's like, "Women." Then this part is this part is really good because it kind of it accentuates like things are different now. So it's Paulie and Rocky, and they're they're walking Rocky Junior to his new school, and he it's a public school, and and he's Rocky's smoking, and and Robert is like, well, you started smoking again? He's like, yeah, it's a bad habit that came back, and he's telling him he goes in this thing about he's like, you got to be careful about people around here because be careful of scams. And this old lady pops her head out the door. She's like, oh, do you remember me? I'm like Bubba's mo- mother. He used to use his head as a pump- punching bag. And he's like, yeah, he had a nice head. <laughs> and he's he's walking by, and it's like this, like, he's like, isn't this where the atomic sh- hoagie shop used to be? Which is where Marie used to hang out in front of. Rocky 1. In the first one. Yeah. 
Uh, and the city's like, there's like abandoned buildings. There's like graffiti all over the place. And it's like, this is more like, this is the Philly that I grew up with. Like, and, um, and he's kind of saying like, Paul, he's like, the neighborhood is coming down with tooth decay. Uh, Rocky's like, oh, with some aluminum siding and painting, this place could be looking good again. Because, like, to him, that's just like, oh, you just need to clean it up a little bit. Some of the doorways are, like, cement, uh, like, just uh, cinder block closed. They're, like, abandoned, and they have, like, just bricked over. So he's telling Robert, he's like, everybody's got to hustle. And he's like, these people are not like any of the people you've ever met, so you got to stay sharp around here. And this is the same speech that they give transplants when they come to move here. Yeah. Uh, They tell them this. If you're from, uh, (laughs) they tell them this. Uh, Rocky said, uh, he's like, I used to go to school here. They have nice bricks. <laughs> <laughs> and w- what, uh, what school is it? Do we, do we know? Well, I guess it's supposed to be Lincoln High, right? I mean, that's because that's, we know that's where Rocky went. Well, I think it's grade school, right? It's a grade school. We have Beerman sent where the address, I don't know the name of the school. It's, it's right by like, where, the, where they sell the chickens and by where Rite Aid is. Oh, um, the smelliest block in South Philly. <laughs> the smelliest block in South Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, that's a big, that's a, that's. I don't say that lightly. No, <laughs> let's not let's not point it out. Okay. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> don't, don't take shots. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we not taking yeah, shots at? The chicken place? Or the <laughs> no, I don't know. It's not. Well, no, I, no, I buy chickens. Like, I, I, I buy don't... chickens from there. I don't want them to spit in the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it smells, but they got good deals. <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's so definitely South Philly. Definitely like a nice neighborhood too. Uh, it's it's uh, these places you're describing are as dumps are like. Half a million dollars now. Yeah, now they're all like, yeah, it's all condos There's and people, townhouses. People, from Brooklyn are, people are buying from Brooklyn are buying them. With roof decks. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. OCF Realty is. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> is uh, uh, so Mickey's gym is a, yeah, it's a condominium now. Yeah, they, uh, they put 14 units in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not a joke. They're actually doing that. <laughs> Which is uh, very sad. Uh, so Rocky it, and Junior's like he's tells me he tells Daddy he's a little scared and he's like I had seventy two fights coming up and I was scared before every one of them. So he had seventy two fights where he just got the shit beat out of him. Like I would have to go man. back and look at what his record was in the first movie, but he couldn't have fought more than twenty fights since the first movie. So yeah. our, I thought he only defended his title only a couple times too. Yeah, against soup cans, tomato cans. Well, Maybe he wasn't accurate on or remembering yeah, something. Yeah, th- this is where he starts slipping. Uh, so he says home team, and he's like, he's like, hey, he does the thing where he uh, he pulls out lunch money in his ear. Um, so then they're walking down Frankfurt Ave. So this is funny because in the context of the movie, this is the neighborhood, but in real Philadelphia, it's not. But they're going by the like the other movies. So in the other movies, it is this is like in the neighborhood. Even though it's not. If you do, you think he keeps walking under this imaginary L in South Philly. Do you think if there was an elevated train in South Philly that people would be as obsessed with parking, or do you think that it would have like, it would have cured that, it would have abated uh, that? Probably, it probably still would. <laughs> people would be parking under the L. They're going to Mickey's, and this guy um, stops them, and he's like, "My name's Tommy Gunn," and Paulie's like, "When a name like that, you better be tough." And he tells him he comes from Oklahoma. He's a forty-five and one amateur boxer. He turned pro at eighteen. He had eight fights. He's Why did they years cast old. him? Why did they cast Tommy Morrison? 
Well, I watched the Tommy Morrison 30 for 30 before this, and it kind of seemed like uh, the script was written that uh, Rocky would take on a young apprentice and train him, and that was the story. And then they went out looking for a fighter, somebody for this role. And Tommy Morrison was not quite an established fighter at the time. He was a, um, a Tough Man contest winner. He had won like 20 of 21 Tough Man contests, and he had a few mm, professional yeah. fights. Uh, but uh, he had the look, and I guess he had the the moxie or whatever, and so that's how he ended up getting cast. Uh, he was suggested huh. because he'd won these tough man competitions. Not unlike I'm pretty sure we talked about that's how Mr. T was noticed as well, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was a right. Tough bouncer. Right. So they must have been scouting these kinds of like statewide county fair contests. Yeah. So Duke pulls up in a limo, and he tries to get rocky to fight again and he pulls out his medical report and rocky's like where'd you get that and he said if you agree to fight with us we can get you licensed in any country in the world and then rocky's like interested by that but running across the street across from the pet store is is adrian and she's like starts yelling they start fighting and all and adrian's like he's done and duke says maybe you should fight sign adrian the fight king she's got the cojones in the family mm-hmm. and then they, they go inside and duke's like i'll get him and Adrian says, if you get hit one more time, you're going to be an invalid. And he's like, I feel like an invalid. Uh, Adrian said, uh, and he's like, why are you working here? And he's, she said she called Gloria, who's like the lady that's always making fun of Rocky in the first one, she's to work part time at the pet store. The pet store is called J&M Tropical Fish, um, which is I can't believe this place is still open yet. Atomic Hoagie Shop closed down. That's a disgrace. People love <laughs> exotic pets. People can't get enough strange lizards. There's a big, big saltwater tropical fish. Uh, uh, yeah. In, um, Corner in, stores are dime a dozen, Philly. you know? Honestly, in 1990, my uncles, my two uncles did have a uh, an exotic lizard store on Broad Street. So, mm. wow. Very topical. Imports. imports. <laughs> exotic imports. <laughs> so he's like, why, this is, why do you want to work at the same place you started from? And she's, he's like, I got to do it, but you don't got to do it. And she said she wants to be close with him. And they're crossing the street, and, and, and Rocky's like, yo, Adrian, did we ever really leave this place? And she's like, I don't know. Tommy Tommy wants to talk to him, and he's like, he's like, hey, kid, I'm a little busy right now. So they cut to the limo, and Duke is being really mean to Kane because he's an asshole. And he's like, all I need is a hook to get Rocky back. That's all I need. And So they cut to uh, juniors coming out of school, and he's the, these there's two little boys and a little girl, and they, like, they – punch him and they steal his coat and uh the little girl who's with them is like mad and this and these boys were a very young johnny doc and a very young <laughs> bobby heenan give me them sweatpants kid they, they grew up to be very powerful men the uh the the redheaded kid is played by uh kevin Connolly, who gained uh fame as uh, eric murphy <laughs> on hbo's entourage so uh oh, wow. yeah but here he is, his neighborhood bully, uh, neighborhood bully. Number oh. one. Uh, I think they give him <laughs> he's the name. Bully he's, he's playing young Johnny Doc. <laughs> <That's the character. laughs> I think they give him the name Chicky in the movie. Chicky. Mm. Yeah. So Rocky's helping train at the gym. Paulie's selling Rocky's cups. People are haggling. He's like, "This is Rocky drinks out of this." Cu- he is a celebrity. He is a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's like fifteen bucks for like an old. They're not good. At, they're not mug. good at business. The, the, the whole no, guy, obviously. The, all, all also, the, oh, we didn't really touch on it, but why the fuck did they put Paulie in charge of their finances? Like, they're basically asking for, for trouble. Like, 
Like, wh- why do they put Paulie in charge of anything? I think the way I read that is the accountant saw Paulie as the weak link, and while and so yeah. while they were out of country and and Rocky was separated from Adrian, the accountant was like, "Hey, Paulie, hey, hey," t- he probably like was like glued to that robot. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think the robot ended up? Ran away with the accountant. Ran with yep. the accountant. They took the money and they ran away. Yeah, no, that, if you if you could, you would too. I would I would be in Costa Rica right now. They set up Polly. They're sitting on a beach somewhere. Uh-huh. Mike is back, who is Mickey's assistant in the first one. Uh, he's back, and they call him here as he's credited here as Jimmy because that's his real name. And apparently, this guy was like a real boxing trainer. But like, where's this guy been for four movies? Like, he didn't work <laughs> at the gym after this, you know. He seems like he should always been there though. Yeah. It uh it it. it it's strange to me that they don't get uh, Tony Duke Evers to come back. Yeah, he's only in that one scene. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he they they had him. He's part of Rocky's life. I don't know. I guess Tony had his. There's too many Dukes. Too many, too many Dukes. Too many Dukes. You know the rule. Only be one in this movie. That's also Stallone's choice, though. He could have been any other. Yeah. Uh, Don King, Duke. You couldn't call him the Prince. Yeah. Like you couldn't do anything else. It had to be another Duke. <laughs> Don Prince. Dan Prince. Dan Prince. Uh, so Tommy Gunn comes in and he's gonna spar and, and they're like, "Don't you need headgear?" He's like, oh, "I won't need it." And he's like, "And they tell him to go easy on this dude," and he destroys this dude. He's just like, and they're telling him to they're telling him to stop. And as soon as Paulie sees, he's like, he's like, he's like, "You smell that, Rocky? That it stinks of opportunity. That's the smell of opportunity." And so they're like, "Yo, you gotta calm down." Like he beats the shit out of the sparring partner, and like Rocky's like, he's like, "You're fighting like a street fighter." He's like, which I know something about. He's like, you're reckless. And Tommy's like, well, maybe you can manage me. He's like, he's like, even though you got skills, he's like, I'm not a manager. But he tells him good luck, and uh, he starts training someone else. And Tommy's like, pretty disappointed. It cuts back to Rocky Jr. and he's with this little girl whose name is Jewel. It doesn't. None of this really matters. Uh, his name is Robert, and I guess we only know that Rocky's real name is Robert because of that trading card, right? Right. I was right. I, I, br- I messaged Trove about this earlier today. I just dawned on me that he's Robert Balboa. So does that but they never call him Junior. So are they is is Robert Balboa canonically Rocky's name? I think yeah, I don't know. Cuz uh, we we can only go by the trading card from Rocky. We can only go two. by the trading cards. <laughs> I don't know if that's Collect canon. them all. Collect them all. Speaking of collecting, collects Legends of Philadelphia t-shirt. <laughs> At our website, southfilly.com. Six dollars off if you pre-order. Six dollars off pre-order. It's twenty-two Don't now. Get them while they're hot, hot, hot. Look good, feel good. When I was watching this part of the movie with the with the kids flirting, uh, yeah. it, uh, <laughs> my wife absolutely said it's the worst part of the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is acting is she a terrible actor. I hated it. Yeah, they're all not great actors. It's like for an Italian kid, you got a nice butt. I resent that. I resent that. What does that mean? Because you got a flat Hank L ass. When when they have those kids, when they drop those kids off at school, they're uh, it's uh, it gave me flashbacks. There's all those kids hanging out there with those puffy coats and the. Uh, uh, all I, the steam. Yeah, I all, didn't see enough. St- <laughs> I didn't see so enough steam. I didn't see enough of those uh, half uh, or I didn't see enough of those red, white, and blue painted poles. Uh, but they're uh, they're they're back there. There's a few of them. They're there. They're there. 
so the Rocky runs into Tommy. He's waiting around. And he's like, what are you doing? And he keeps trying to get him to be his manager. And he's like, tell him he always looked up to him. If anyone can make you a winner, it's him. He said, I'm hungry just like you like you were. And I, no one believed in me like no one believed in you. And he's like, I just want a chance. He's actually pretty good in this scene. He's not good in, in some scenes, but he's not bad in this. Um, and so Rocky invites him to dinner. So they're at the dinner table. Robert tells his mom and his dad about getting punched in the face and, and how the kid took his coat. And Adrian's like, I'm going to go down to the school tomorrow. And, and Robert's like, that'll make it worse. And Paulie's like, he should take a baseball bat to the kid's face. And um, then Tommy's like, uh, he says, talks about his mom, said, uh, you got to look at a bully like a balloon. If you pop him hard enough, he goes away. And Adrian says he's trying to get Rocky Jr. to handle his problems with his mind, not his muscles. Um, Robert asks uh, Rocky if he'll teach him how to fight. Um, then Tommy talks about his dad was a drunk and used to beat him and his mom and he's the first person he ever knocked out and anytime he goes in the ring that's all he sees uh, and Rocky says at least you had a dad some of us didn't even have that and I would love to know more about this uh, I know I think he mentions his dad in the first one for like a minute when he's at the skating rink but um, I would love to know more about Rocky's dad um, so Rocky is Kind of, he's like he, now he kind of does want to. He he's excited about um, Tommy Gunn, and, and he says uh, Tommy can sleep in the basement where Robert's sleeping, and he's like Robert can sleep with Paulie, and and Paulie's worried that he's gonna piss the bed. Yeah. <laughs> so they go down, and Robert cleaned up all this stuff, and they have he has all his belts around, and like Rocky's like he's like yeah 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 he's like kind of brushing off his son, and he's he's talking about Tommy, and he's like showing him stuff, talking about Mickey and stuff. This being, being fear is a fighter's best friend. It keeps you sharp, but you have to control it. And so he says he'll manage Tommy. And he's like, "Yeah, we're home team." And then Robert's mad about this because that's their thing. Yeah, that whole basement scene is a bit of a betrayal. That sucks. Uh, Rocky's being uh, Rocky's being a bit of a prick. Yeah, he he his son sets up all those trophies and the belts and stuff and all the mem- memorabilia. And he's like, "Oh, this is great!" And then like immediately brushes it away. Like he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to focus on the past or think about his achievements or, or or any of this stuff. Not with him, at least. Yeah. Cuts the school, and the same kids jump uh, Robert. They take his lunch money. So then it's Rocky and and Tommy, and he calls up to Father Carmine, who comes back, and he asks them to bless him, and he blesses them in Italian. And then they go for a run through the. Uh, through the city, because that's how that's how you get in shape, no matter where you are. And then it's the exact same shot of the church, the the close up of Jesus, for the, Tommy from Gunn the first is fighting. Rocky. It's the first shot of the first movie. Yeah, the, Tommy Gunn is fighting Rocky. He's like getting beat up, and Rocky gives him a pep talk in the corner, and he's like, he's like, it's all about heart and fire. And then they play "Go for It," this new Jack Swing song that that has the lyrics "Heart and Fire." <laughs> uh, then it wouldn't be a Rocky movie without a montage. So it's a montage of Tommy Gunn. He's like fighting up the ranks. They're at the Blue Horizon, um, and then it cuts to J- Junior is trying to learn how to fight. He's being trained by Paulie and the guy Jimmy. He's gonna fight those two Mike. streeters. Yeah, yeah. Wearing a Batman shirt. Yes, he is because it's right around the it's new Batman. It's Batman yeah. Mania. Batman Mania. Rocky's not training him. He has to learn from other people, so he's obviously mad about that. And it also shows Duke watching in the crowd, watching um, Tommy Gunn being up and coming, coming fighter. And then Duke calls Merlin, his assistant, and he's like, "I got an idea." So 
they cut to the kids again. Robert Bully wants to rob them again, and he says, go for it. And I was just telling Zito, go for it was like the tag, literally the tagline for the movie. It was on the poster, on the posters. yeah. Yeah. And it's so it's, so he's like aware of the song and the phrase. Like, why? <laughs> why? Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Because he can hear the music. He can hear the music. Like, like, like his dad. That's that's his superpower. Super he can hear that hype music, music that makes yeah. him fight stronger and, and longer than anyone it helps, else. Uh-huh. It helps. So. So he beats the shit out of his kid, and the whole school is watching, and they chant his name and all. He steals his coat back. Yeah, and he and and he's like, if you, he tells the kid, if you want to end it now, let's end it. And he's like, he's like, I'm cool with that. And they shake hands. Now they're friends. Because if you stand up to a bully, they'll be your friends. That's, That's how me and Zito became friends. Yeah, that's right. I stole your jacket, and then you gave me my <laughs> starter jacket. I pull over. Uh, I. I <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want it anyway. Kansas You're like City, the Hornets stink. <laughs> the Hornets. Yeah. You're like, oh, and the Bulls. Those like, years, like definitely. I I actually, my starter I jacket like, was a Raiders jacket. I don't know what you guys had. I, didn't, I was I, 49ers. Which, I, uh, home team, Eagles. Home team. <laughs> uh, so... Robert runs to the gym and he's all excited and, and he's telling his dad he's like hey I, I I just beat up the kid I got my jacket back and Rocky's like training with Tommy and and Tommy's like hey I'm cooling down here he's like you can't really talk to your son right now because I'm and he's like oh I'll, I'll talk to you later and he's he like brushes off his son and they start playing Eye of the Tiger and I was like wow they're playing Eye of the Tiger but it's a fucking new Jack Swing remix of yeah Eye yeah of the it's Tiger. another one. They're, they're really <laughs> into like, this man, yeah this you, you know oh, it's called Ghost, Ghostbusters two had like all that kind of music in it too like yeah the um uh, well I guess that we <laughs> could have to take like, control it's like oh it's 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 1990 we have to be yeah. <laughs> Like for I, I would argue that Ghostbusters Two is really uh, it, it hits. It, it's it, it's achieving what it's going out there for, but Rocky Five misses the mark. This this music does not match the tone of the movie. So there's another montage because because it's, it's a Rocky movie. Um, it's Tom now. Tommy's like kind of famous. He's on the cover of the, of the Ring magazine and other magazines. And Duke is kind of weaseling his way. He's like he introduces him to this to this girl. This is the song that's like rock hard body blow and it has probably one of the worst lyrics ever. It's like make him sweat, wet like a hot dog. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch that. It's awful. That's Ew. disgusting. Wet like a hot dog. Where's this guy getting hot dogs? I don't know. I don't know. What, hot dogs are wet. They plump, they plump when you cook them. Uh, and they sweat when you cook that's them. True. They you sweat. They do sweat. Yeah. They do sweat. So uh, Tommy's fighting wet at the like Spectrum. I. Uh, he's probably on the undercard at the Spectrum, but he is at the Spectrum. That is cool. The Spectrum, dudes. Yeah. Adrian's reading the newspaper about Tommy, and she, and she uses it to because she's in the pet store. She uses it to to replace the bird poop, uh, thing at the bottom. Yeah. She doesn't like him. No, no respect. She's not in the. She sees where this is going. There's yeah. an article, of it's a cartoon of Rocky using Tommy as a puppet. Puppet, and Tommy's mad about this, and he throws it. Did you draw this cartoon for the? Uh, for the South Philly reviews, you know, was this one of yours? <laughs> I did. That's why I got fired. Actually, they were like, "How dare you speak ill How of Rocky you? Balboa?" Uh, so Tommy's mad that everyone's like, even though he's like the up and coming star, everybody's talking about Rocky because you know Rocky's a huge star. 
Well, I imagine they don't really do a great job of, of showing it because they don't want to, like you said, there's a deleted scene and they don't really explain it properly. But it would be a huge story if the in, in the 90s heavyweight world, if the champ had to give up his title because he went to go fight a vengeance blood fight. In... He ended communism. You're welcome. <laughs> no one even mentions about that. Rocky, Rocky Four is the revenge movie, right? I don't think anybody. Um, I don't think uh, anybody would stop talking about that. There's no way for yeah, Tommy. Yeah, definitely be a be a huge story. Yeah, for Tommy to be associated with this guy, they'll never stop talking about it. The movie doesn't do a great job of showing that, but yeah. Um, so you can. Duke is definitely influencing Tommy. He's like weaseling his way in there, and Paulie's like, "You see that rock? That's your boat sinking." Uh, Duke gives him like this big ass apartment, and he's like, "If you sign with." Me, you can get paydays Rocky can only dream about. Um, he's fighting at Caesars. He KOs a dude. He's trying to get his title shot, which Rocky's like, yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it. And um, Duke is like, if you sign with me, you'll get a title shot, which they don't really, they don't explain this well, I think. But I think what Rocky was trying to not have him do was, it was like, because Duke fast tracks his way to getting a title shot, then winning the belt, everybody's like, you're a paper champion. You didn't earn this. And I think Rocky was trying to, keep him away from that of being like you have to earn this but they don't really explain that that's just me like guessing i guess the idea yeah i don't i think you have to be um aware of what was happening in boxing in the real world at the time and how heavyweights were getting chewed up by managers and you were seeing the effects of uh of all these hits on the greats at the time you're seeing what happened to muhammad ali and and these older fighters who are now dealing with being used up in the same way. So I, I think it loses something when you're watching it in 2022. But And Don King did do that, where he had the contracts of all these people, and he did fast-track people to the title and stuff. So it's Christmas, Christmas, because Christmas is in a lot, in a lot of these Rocky movies, honestly. Is it in every yeah. one of them? It's in at least three of them. Yeah, I guess you're right. They're watching Christmas Vacation on TV. The kids are all friends now. That's kind of crazy that they're watching National Lampoons. It came out like the year before this. Yeah, it was, it, it was, they, they, they got the hot box, so they were watching it. <laughs> so Rocky's telling – he's worried where Tommy is, and he's like he's telling Adrian he wants to give Tommy his cufflink that he got from Mickey, and Robert sees this and is mad. And Robert's definitely like an edgy teenager now because he has an earring. Pretty much joined the foot. Yeah, he's in the foot. <laughs> you better watch out or those chuds are going to get him. <laughs> those chuds with nunchucks. i seen them. Nunchuds. Nunchuds. <laughs> so uh, cuts cuts to a party, and Duke's like whining and dining Tommy, and uh, he just keeps telling him he should sign with him because he has all the big contracts with the top paid fighters that he could fight, and his lady friend is like, yeah, I really think you should sign with him because I think she's in on it. He says that he mentions that him and Rocky don't really have a formal contract. And he's like, I'll give you $20,000 in advance right now. And he's like, well, Tommy's like, well, what about Rocky? And he's like, he can still train you if he wants. But so Rocky, that cuts back to Rocky's house. And he's like, uh oh, San Santa landed on the roof with his reindeer and his ra and their rantlers. And it's Paulie dressed like Santa, um, like how Mickey was dressed like Santa. And the uh, I think right. it's the, uh, the third one. I missed that. The little girl Jules like, you got a weird family. And he's like, don't I know it? And the little kid's like, we got a 90-proof Santa. He's fucking ragging on uh, yeah. <laughs> Paulie. That's a pretty good insult. It's pretty good. And the, but then, then, Paul, then, Paul, then Paulie calls the kid fat. 
so Robert's all pissed off, and he's like, you don't know me. He's lashing out against Rocky. He doesn't want to be there. Uh, Paul, he's trying to get him to sit on his lap, and he won't and all. And th- this is where he's like, he's like, he he, he wa- Rocky wants it to be last year, and he's like, it ain't last year, and you ain't the same as last year either. But, like, he wasn't around last Christmas. Uh, says, it's Tommy this, Tommy that. So all y- you said you'll always be number one. You lied to me and Mom. And Tommy said, and he's like, Tommy needed my help. And he's like, so did I. And he's like, you remember when he told me about scams and deceptions? You're the one that should have watched out because he sees uh, he sees what's going on here with, with yeah. Tommy and Duke. Yeah. There's, there's some really bad acting in that scene. There's just from all the kids are just terrible. And uh, this impactful moment where they're supposed to where he's supposed to be. No, Dad, you're the you're you're the fool. You're you're the one who fell for it. It just it straight doesn't land. And then he well, it says it. It, yes, yeah, I agree, but it's like it's, it's asking a lot of these two non-actors to like. It's not that they're acting in a movie. It's like they have fully fleshed out arcs where they have to like change and like actually like really act and shit. But these he's he never acted before, and so did this other guy who's just like a boxer. Oh yeah, I he's don't blame. I, I don't think Sage is at fault at all. Yeah. His dad, his dad cast him. His dad wrote this this uh, very difficult role for him. And then forced him to uh, get in shape so that he could have action scenes in a movie. All how old is he? Is he, he could even drive yet? I mean, geez, that's a lot of a lot of pressure yeah, for lot. your first movie. Yeah, it's a lot. He, surprisingly, though, I think he's a worse actor than Tommy Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your father's a pro- professional actor. You think he'd be a little bit better of an a- actor, you know? He made him watch Cobra a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cobra came out just before this. That was his latest and greatest. Uh, so Duke shows up with Tommy, and he tries to give him presents, and, and he's like, Tommy's got something to tell you. Tommy pulls Rocky outside. He shows him the car that Duke just gave him, and Tommy says, we're watching the parade go by, man. He's like, we well, complaining he won't get the money in the title shots with Rocky. And Rocky's like, we don't need him. And Tommy says, he's signing the papers. He's like... Rocky says uh, he's going to sign him and suck him dry and leave him broke. That's the way this business is run. He's a vampire. He's like, uh, what I'm trying to do is what Mickey done for me. He tried to keep me away from the dirty part of the business. And he basically tells Rocky, he's like, you got to wake up and get some brains. He's like, you can treat me or not, but it's my way or the highway. And he drives off. He's not good in this scene. This is a. this is another terrible, terribly yeah, acted he's not, scene. He's and not good w- what's even more distracting here is that both Stallone and and Morrison are wearing the same beige turtleneck. <laughs> why? Why? It's nineteen ninety. That's why. Why? Why are they They're both like the wearing biggest turtle? <laughs> just we giant watching. turtlenecks on each one. Every time it cuts back and forth to them, it's bigger. It's like creeping <laughs> up their chins. I, to- I like Tommy Morrison has it first, and then like it's like Rocky. Like holy shit, that. <laughs> That is an awesome turtleneck. That is I'm getting, awesome. I'm, get, I'm getting the exact same turtleneck. <laughs> you know what? I think Rocky would wear that turtleneck too. A sly. You want to wear so a turtleneck? It's so 90s. It's like, I don't know. I think it's like them trying to get away from the 80s thing so hard that they go like, they're just like almost like creating the 90s aesthetic in front yeah. of us. In front of Rocky puts like, on all of his And in the 90s, in the 90s, everyone's going to wear giant turtlenecks. <laughs> You'll see. He should have had Cable knit had turtlenecks. Big turtlenecks. Cream colored. <laughs> Cream. Rocky should have had all his clothes backwards, like crisscross. <laughs> crisscross. 
I don't got I mean, Rocky puts on all of his old clothes. He puts on all of the clothes he wore in Rocky One, but instead of wearing his old sweater, he wears a sweater in the first movie. Instead of putting on that sweater and it having holes in it and showing the difference between his clothes and Tommy's clothes, they're both wearing like JC Penney's winter classics. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely the street where Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I couldn't. I know Hype this scene was drive. about something, but I couldn't stop looking at these turtlenecks. Yeah, it was weird. So he drives off, and Rocky like has a pain in his head, and he has a flashback of getting punched by, by Drago, and he's like holding his head. And Adrian, this is like a big scene. Uh, this they're definitely like chewing scenery during this part. I think this is what you're talking about, Zito. But uh, Adrian says, "Don't you see what's happening right under your eyes?" And Rocky's like, yeah, Duke is twisting him. And he's like, no, you can't live backwards. We live now. We live here. Rocky says, do you think I'm stupid? I'm not as dumb as you think I am. I can smell it. I can see it. I don't want to. I don't want this no more. I don't want to live here. I don't want to. I don't want this for the family. I don't get my brains beaten in just for people to say he's just another bum from the neighborhood. She's like, nobody says that. He says, I'm saying that. When I was in there winning, I was winning. It was my last chance to get some respect for us. She says, it's gone. Adrian says, I respect you. He says, you can't respect me. I don't respect me. And then, yeah, this is when Adrian goes off. She says, all, you, all those beatings you took, I took them with you. I understand how somebody like Tommy makes you feel, but he doesn't have the heart that you have to beat all those fighters. You beat them with heart, not muscle. That's what Mickey knew. And if there's something you want to pass it on, pass it on to your son. For God's sakes, your son is lost. He needs you. I know Tommy makes you feel like you're winning again, but you're losing us. You're losing your family. And he tells her he's sorry, and they hug, and he says, it's always you and me. And this is um, it's like Kanye and and, and Kim, <laughs> <laughs> except Kim is except I, I, it's like, yeah, Kim, you're doing the right thing. by Rocky, Rocky <laughs> runs his Instagram just like Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's one of. Adrian's magic monologues that clears everything up. And in and, and my head, I was waiting for, I know this doesn't happen, but it's like two strangers in the middle of the street screaming. I'm waiting for somebody to be like, keep it down, you animals. <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> it's Christmas night. I'm right, trying to sleep. Cross, crossover character from uh, Raging Bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this son of a bitch just called me an animal. Yeah. There'd be a crowd an in the animal. street. It's Christmas night. Your mother's night. an animal. Your mother's an animal. So Rocky goes to look for Robert and he's like smoking with his friends outside a corner in a store, a corner store. And he's like, why don't we all go down to the shore? And they're all like, yeah, it's fucking December. It's right. It's Christmas Eve. And they're like, how are we going to get there? And they're like, well, hitchhike. So uh, Rocky shows up and Joel's like, you're not going to hit him. Right. And she's like, no, he's like, no. Robert's angry. Rocky's like, we were supposed to be tight. He's like, yeah, like you and Tommy. And Rocky says, you know, when I was telling you about scams, you were teaching me and I. Not me teaching you, and I should have wised up. And he asked him if he can hang out with him and be with him, just you and me this time. And Robert's like, home team? And he's like, yeah, home team. And he tells him a joke. And uh, This is all boring stuff, man. I don't know. This was... I agree. Uh, like, I, like I, why? I, it was just like them talking. Like, it's like, I don't even know why they were shooting these scenes. Yeah. I no nobody watches Rocky to to see him act. Like nobody is like looking for these monologues like this. That's why like the other Shire stuff is a montage and this <laughs> the other stuff is montages and this is the scenes they're gonna act out. There's a scene I, um there's a deleted scene I watched that like I wish they kinda kept in the movie, but he it's 
when they first move into the house and Rocky goes down to check on Robert and he's like, it really nails home like the thing of him being like having brain damage and shit, which they don't really talk about. But he's like crying and he's like telling him like, he's like, if I ever start like saying things like and that like are stupid and all, he's like, I just want you to know that I still love you. And it's just like, wow, and really? It's really? Yeah, it's like really sad. And like, you're like, holy shit, like this is like. This is his reality now. He can never, he can never be the same. But they, I, I can see why. There's also a thing in the trivia. Apparently, they tried to, they shot some scenes where Rocky was like clearly like fucked up because of his brain damage. But Sylvester Stallone was like he, he compared it to seeing your dog with dysplasia. It was like you know people don't want to see this. Yeah, definitely toned it down. He definitely made all these movies with like. Here's a couple different endings, and we'll try see what people like. Yeah. He'll like try like shoot more than they really use, and then they, yeah, because there's a there's an entire like alternate um, fight scene that they didn't use at the end. Yeah, that's also a delayed like, scene. Yeah, I mean, even like the first one, he uh, he just loses, right? That's that's the original ending. Yeah. Uh, in the weird. in in Rocky Balboa spoilers, they filmed two endings for that: one where he loses, and one where he wins. Oh well. And at the end, in the end, he ends up losing. But on the DVD, there was like the alternate version where he wins the fight. An alternate, an alternate universe. There's yeah. like, there's no reason. <clears throat> I the the brain damage thing is like, uh, uh, there's, it's something that Stallone chose to put in the movie. I can't exactly tell you why, because there's nothing that says that Rocky can't just lose his fortune and start over again, and this movie can't just be about a comeback. Uh, I like it, but then they, things. but it's then they like it, they. I like I like that, but then they like pretty much ignore it by the end because he's getting punched in the head again. Right. Yeah. And I don't know, Adrian's saying the same stuff every movie. Yeah, and and this one you can really see her patience is worn thin when they're having that fight in the street. It's like she said this stuff so many times. The actress who yeah. like like Talia Shire is acting like Adrian knows that Rocky's never going to be the same again and he's not coming back and her, her frustration is uh is palpable. It's not fun to watch. It's not fun to watch. No. I'd be sick of this too. Um so <laughs> then it cuts to what I think is the PSFS building. It says uh it's in Britain and Lights Duke fight Kane versus Gunn. I think no, it's the No, that's the that's the Pico building. Oh, okay. Um so they're at the Spectrum. Rocky and Paulie are in the basement watching it on TV again. They they didn't pay for that pay per view. They got the hot box. The hot box. <laughs> so the announcer on TV says Tommy is so close to Rocky style. He's been nicknamed the Clone Ranger, and Rocky's all stressed out. Now he's referred to as Tommy and the Machine Gun, and the crowd boos him because they don't like him now. He ditched Rocky. This is the hometown crowd. Mm-hmm. So Rocky's watching the fight. And Robert's, like, drawing him, and he's still rooting for him. He's, like, punching the bag. He's, like, talking to the screen. He's, like, do this, do this. He's, like, you got to go side to side like a metrodome. Uh, His uh, family looks very concerned for him as that as the fight is happening, and he's pantomiming with his boxing uh, with Yeah, he starts bag. punching the bag, and, and Paulie's, like, jumping because he is scared. And Tommy KOs Union Kane and becomes the new champ, and Rocky freaks out, and the rest of the family looks upset. And he's like, he's like, I just want to, th- they're interviewing him. He's like, I just want to thank the one person that made this all possible. He's like, George Washington Duke. And he doesn't thank Rocky and Rocky's disappointed. Paulie says he's a crumb bug dirt bag, not a crumb bum. Crumb, crumb bug. bug. 
Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so Rocky and Pauly go to the bar. Rocky's definitely disappointed that, you know, he trained this dude and, you know, he can't even yeah, thank Yeah, thanks him. for nothing. Thanks for nothing. So they're at the press conference, and they say that Tommy is the youngest world champ ever. And early in the movie, he said he's only 20. So the press is, is like, hounding him. They're, like, they're asking if it was too easy. They're, like, they say it looked like a Philadelphia sparring session instead of a championship fight. And Duke says that Kane wasn't 100%, but he would have beaten him anyway. So are they implying that Duke had to- had Union Kane like, lose on purpose, kind of? I something? think they were implying that he had him fight hurt. Oh, okay. Um, mm. So the press calls him a paper champ. They're like yelling at him. They're like, "You never won the belt from Rocky." Uh, someone said, "Asked if he'll ever get out of Rocky's shadow," and <laughs> there someone calls him a bum. They're fucking ruthless. The dude. press in these movies. In the last movie, they were like harassing uh, Dolph Lundgren's wife, uh, Ivan Drago's wife, uh, making fun of her for being scared for her yeah, life. Yeah. And now, yeah. and then they were harassing Rocky. They were like, "You owe us an answer." And, yeah, uh, this is the Daily News reporters, man. They're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is WIP. Angel Cataldi, and this is how he made his name. Yeah, when oh, half your paper is sports, when when the whole back back half is sports, you gotta sure, sure. You gotta really drive home to get those stories. Yeah, this is years later, but Rocky would definitely be at the Wing Bowl some one year. <laughs> he, would, he would probably be a judge or something. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, so they're saying he he might be champ, but he'll never be like Rocky. And, um, so Tommy's pissed off and they go backstage and, and, and Duke was like, he, he said he was, well, Duke says in front of him to the press, he's like, he was the true people's champ, but maybe someday Tommy can fill his shoes. And Tommy's like, notice will be like mad about this. And I think it's Stu Nahan again. And he says, why don't you fight the redhead in the front row? Tommy's girlfriend. I heard she comes cheap. Jesus Christ! Why? Why did they take a shot at her like that? Yeah, what did she do? Not and a great so, line either. It, like it was quite a walk to get there to call that lady cheap <laughs> for no reason. So Tommy's mad. They're backstage and, and they're like they're like um, down like a stairwell. And uh, he's like, "Why did you say I wasn't as good as Balboa?" And he starts freaking out. But what Duke? Duke, even though he's like a piece of shit, he's like he's like the the man fought wars in that ring. Like he was even like. You know, like they don't respect you because like this dude like been through the greatest boxing matches, you know, ever. And he says, you know, what you need to do is challenge Balboa. And he's like, so this was this was the real he's playing 4D chess this whole time. He's this was the real money fight that he wanted them to the fight to turn him against each other. And they don't really talk about this. This is like only if you think about it. But there's the whole thing about Tommy not getting along with his dad. And it definitely seems like he was like kind of seeing like Rocky as a father figure, figure and then, and then right. he yeah. is mad at him again. So they're at the bar. It cuts to the bar and Rocky and Paulie are drinking and Duke and Tommy show up. I just want to say uh, uh, I, I, Tommy's yeah. Adidas jumpsuit is also really fly. It's a uh, it's it's got a matching hat. Yeah, it matches his sneakers and too. his sneakers. Yeah. Mm. So um, Tommy challenges Rocky, so, and like I guess they brought the they brought the news like CBS three or whatever. You uh, <laughs> Washington reporting yeah, live filming. from under the L. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, right, so Rocky goes back inside, and Tommy follows him inside. And he's like, "I ain't nobody's robot." He said Rocky was just in it for the money, and he and Rocky's like, "You know, we were supposed to be like brothers." And he's like, "I loved you," and he's telling him like. You're just a pawn being used by Duke to set up this fight. 
And so Paulie starts mouthing off to Tommy, and Paulie pushes him, which is like he started it. Paulie starts it. So Tommy knocks Dude, Paulie out Paulie. Paulie is the source of all these problems yeah, I know, every I know. time in every movie. So so Paulie gets up, and he's like, you all right? And he's like, uh, he's like, I think his tooth is loose. Now Rocky's pissed, dude. He's like, you knocked him down. Why don't you try knocking me down? And Duke says, we do it in the ring. And Rocky says, my ring's outside. Tommy, he's down. They both go out. He says, nobody owns me. I don't want my respect. Rocky says, come get it. So they start um, punching him in some trash cans. He's like, I loved you. And Tommy punches Rocky. And then he starts punching like four other dudes. <laughs> like He like hits like. And he just like, had. Such. He just. He just. Won yeah, the he world like just heavyweight won the, yeah. fighting ch- boxing championship. He just had yeah. a was it a first round knockout? Otherwise, I don't know. I don't, otherwise, yeah, he went he multiple rounds this evening with yeah, a. Yeah, I, I think it's like a legal fighter. Like a prof- for a professional fighter to just assault people in the street. Like, <laughs> like, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't think you're able to do that. So they're having a fight. They break through an alley door and they're in the middle of the street under the L. And then. Robert runs in, tells his mom, like, it must be live on TV. Like, it was like action news, breaking news. Uh, there's a fuck. Rocky is fighting the new world champ under the L. And they're like, Mom, like, Rocky's fighting. So they go run there. I do like that the local news is just reporting on, like, a fist fight on the corner. <laughs> well, I mean, this would this would be a huge story. But I, yeah, guess it would be. Like, I guess it would be. I guess it would be. I mean, uh, this, this whole fight is epic. But if you were watching from across the street without music, it's just like two old <laughs> but that's the thing the, the, you holding can up traffic music. go for it go for it everybody here's go, go for, for it. it go for and it and there's a bunch of other drunks yeah. chanting and clapping yeah 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 i guess uh, you'd, I'd go peek and then you yeah and then you'd be like yeah i'll go see what's going on I i'm i'm, I'm, I'll I'm go new, watch it. newsy enough it's nice out walk the dog <laughs> over i always i always do actually <laughs> walk the dog over <laughs> i didn't know i didn't want to see what's going on i had to I walk always, my dog i, 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 always, I always me and him i always scope out what's going on <laughs> uh i just want to point got? out uh there i read that um one of my favorite wrestlers i actually mentioned him a few times throughout the show but um terry funk helped choreograph this fight and uh right he was he's in over the top and with Stallone and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, uh, Rocky does uh, wrestling moves. He does a fucking drop till hold, which is like where you trip the dude and like grab your leg between both your legs. And then there's one part where he like Tommy's behind him and he does a standing switch, which is like you, where you go behind him and then he like German suplexes him almost into some trash and shit. It's like uh, I thought that was funny. So um, I-, I watched all these movies with my wife, Leanne, and. And uh, you know she's watching this last one here, and she's like, "Why has she never seen this?" She had never watched these movies before. No. Oh, okay. Uh, and so she's like, "But she's now she's watched them all, you know, within a month of each other." And she was asking, "I told her this was supposed to be the last one, and it was for like twenty years." And she was like, "So is the end of this movie, or is this fight supposed to be all the things that Rocky learned over the course of the five movies, his <laughs> journey to becoming the greatest fighter?" <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I guess he could have learned these wrestling moves from Thunderlips. I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know how. This right, entered. like yeah. a piece. Of, yeah. Like, he because le- <laughs> she saw him fight a wrestler, and she was like, like "Is that the, yeah?" <laughs> like if she saw him fight it, if he fight. did like a crane, like kick. like switch being from like left-handed to right-handed. Right, like, right. Like, did that. He did and he learned rope a dope from from Apollo. Yeah. So that, and he learned the. Uh, He's like, I I learned this from Spider Rico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And 
I guess and she's the suplex from from yeah. Thunderlips. Thunderlips. She's so used to watching all of these, you, you know, movies, sequels, well thought out sequels, movies. Yeah, that are supposed to be, you know, callbacks to other th- callbacks that she doesn't understand even. That she's like, oh, I guess that was supposed to be a callback. But you can just she, tell what it is, yeah. But I guess in this case, Rocky just knows some uh, leg takedowns. Well, well, there's there's so many nostalgic things. Like everything is like so reminiscent. Like oh, and it's the it's the old house. It's the old bar. Like it's yeah. Like they're always doing that. So like even uh, 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 Paulie's wearing his old fisherman hat from the first one. Like they <laughs> they kept it's the ball. The ball is back. <laughs> <laughs> they like got the they, original actor to come back and play the ball. <laughs> I want the ball action figure. <laughs> this part is like actually really cool the way they shot it. It's like in black and white and he's like having flashbacks and it's like fast motion, slow motion. And it's like, very, it's very like, modern and, and very slick. Yeah. And it's like a commercial. And it's just like that fast pace. Like and there's there's one shot of Rocky and his, he just start he just starts having like a gallons of blood start rushing down his face. It's like horrifying looking, actually. It's the coolest uh, part of the whole movie. Yeah. It, it's like a crown of thorns thing. I, I, it's like absolutely. It's, it's both yeah. about yeah. his brain damage and the about raging this. bull thing. Yeah. And um, uh, and 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 they 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 show like Apollo's casket and like uh, and and it culminates in he sees Mickey and he's like, "Get up, you son of a bitch!" Because Mickey loves you. And then now now. So to me, as a kid, this was always like an iconic shot of like Rocky lifts his head up and they start playing dun, 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 and the fucking L goes by. Yeah. And now he's like supercharged. Like he's like, yeah, like he's back. Yeah. His theme song just played. Yeah, exactly. That's his. That's his. He can hear the music again. Yeah. They just pumped it through those city speakers. <laughs> In like Final Fight, where you like eat a turkey that's on the ground. To gain <laughs> that's, that's what he just did. He yeah. had a power up. <laughs> he put he put the tape he put, he had the tape in his pocket and he put it on the septic yeah. bus. <laughs> <laughs> Play this <laughs> as loud as you can. So the scenes with uh, the scenes with Mickey played by Mer- Burgess Meredith were trimmed in the final film when Rocky fights Tommy, but Mickey was supposed to appear as a ghost uh, from yes. the from the top of the railway bridge in the in what? the alternate <laughs> in the alternate version of the fight. Um, it. it, it he like sees Mickey's ghost on, on the L tracks and he's like, beat the shit out of him. Like he gives him a pep talk instead of it's the same basic idea, but the way the they edited, do it is different. Yeah, the cool MTV edited version is way better. But I wish they combined both of those things because but anyway, uh, so they're fighting and 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 the and, and juniors there and he's like, come on, dad, go for it. He took my room. And the, 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 he tells them go for it because that's go the for it. It's, it's and they're they fighting, can all hear they're it. fighting and they do the thing in in where like every time he punches them it's like a horn stab like Bana! and they're fighting and he finally uppercuts Tommy Gunn into a septa bus yeah that's the, that's the end of the fight you ain't getting yep. up from that and Duke is there and he's like and he's like this is the first time where he's like not a cartoon he's like a real person he's like god damn only in America. Like even he's blown away, by but this. even but the line they give him is an ex, is a is a Don King quote, and it takes me it takes you yeah. right out of it. Like this, what, what was the? It's a veiled, it's like a veiled Don King caricature, but then it's also quoting Don King. It's like, I don't know, it's a, I don't, yeah. it didn't work for me. I'd be pissed if I was Don King. Yeah, I'm sure he wanted money. 
I, I would. I mean, copyright infringement. Yeah. Duke is like, he's like, hey, you outclassed the bum. And 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 uh, Rocky goes up to him, and he's like, touch me and I'll sue. And I never got this. Even as a kid, I was like, this is so stupid. He's like, touch me and touch me and I'll sue. And Rocky uppercuts him. And then he's like, sue me for what? And I don't know what he means by that. Because it's like, is he saying, sue me for what? Which is like assault. Or is he saying, sue me for what? Like, I don't own anything. The, the but, latter. But, yeah. But that doesn't matter, though. You would still get sued and you would have to pay money. It's a, just because they can't just be like, well, he doesn't own a lot. So you can't you still sue somebody. I mean, he's just looking at he's already bankrupt. There's nothing. He's a, he's already declared bankruptcy. There's nothing else he could be sued for. I don't know. I agree take, with you. It's take. shaky. Rocky's Rocky's understanding of the legal system is shaky. He did not. <laughs> his LSAT scores were in the toilet. And then F- Father Carmine is there. Uh, like he's at this bar street fight. Oh, yeah. He like, was in hey, back. Rocky won. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was in like, back. Why, was, he, was he at the bar, though? He, he was, was doing like, lines off the cigarette machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a fight outside. Rocky? Father Carmine. I want to see his movie. He's got a problem. He's not really a priest. He's just got that white collar. <laughs> he's got a he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> he's, like one of the, he's like one of those kind of priests. <laughs> he's got a girlfriend. Like the thorn birds. I was also very. I'm pretty sure that also came out around ni- the TV movie came out around 1990. That's uh, very topical. Very topical. So uh, there's a deleted scene that we didn't mention where they bring back Marie, the girl that says "screw you, creepo." That Rocky is trying to help in the first one, and she is like over. A, she's like standing around a barrel, and she's like implied to be a prostitute, and she asks Rocky for money, and Rocky's like, "I really wish you would have listened to me," and. Um, but they cut that scene. But she's she's there at the end of this because she in the alternate fight she has a line, but they cut that. But she is there. So like yeah, you still oh, see that's, her. That's act. crazy. I didn't know that. Again, just more 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 bleakness for no reason. Still just being like that little girl. She grew up to be a hooker. Well, she's I mean, fictional. She could have been anything. <laughs> yeah, but they're saying like you Maybe know Rocky was right. Low expectations for Philly back in uh, the early nineties. <laughs> I really. Even their prostitutes are underachievers. That's what that's what he's saying. <laughs> uh, so it has uh, Junior and Rocky run up the steps, the the art museum steps, and it's for the first time ever. There's other people here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure Zeta gonna mention it. <laughs> How about Rocky Junior's shirt? <laughs> it's like a hand painted like shirt. Of the art museum, it looks like it's like watercolor or something. I don't know. It's like yeah, it's beautiful. I, I noticed it. It's as well. really cool shirt. I, w- I, w- I want them. Well, they pay off Rocky Junior's Robert Junior's interest in uh, in art from the opening. Oh yeah, he's really into art. Yeah. Now yeah. they're gonna go see some some. Yeah, I saw. Art. I saw. I saw his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do love the line. I do love the the line. If I had known there were pictures in there. Uh, what is he yeah, saying? he's like he's like uh, I've been running up these steps for twenty years. I never knew there were valuable pictures in this building. Yeah, and I love like, that. Uh, um, also, he's like uh, 
he says, I keep running up the steps. It's like they keep growing taller every year. And I think he uses this exact same line in Rocky Balboa, but I guess he forgot that he said that. Um, Rocky, but the next movie cancels out this movie, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, kind of. So just and it has, so, so they brought this. They brought the, because the, the, uh, the statue was at the Spectrum, and they brought it, uh, they put it back on top of the art museum. Yeah, and they he's dragged like it looking back. at the statue, and he's like, as long as the statue's here, p- pigeons have a place to sit. And he's like, oh, you got something in your ear. And his kid's like, what, I do? It's like, how do you keep falling for this? And he pulls out the cufflink out his ear, and he gives him Rocky Marciano's cufflink. You know, uh, as a promotional gimmick, replicas of the Golden Glove necklace featured in the movie were distributed to moviegoers at the Hollywood premiere of Rocky V uh, in L.A. That's a great uh, promo. I wonder if they thought of the promo before they even made the movie. Oh, they're floating. They're out. No, because uh, so there's a fan theory because if you look closely in Rocky Three, I think Apollo is wearing the same cufflink. And so the fan theory is that the other bum that oh, he gave the yeah. other cufflink to is is um, Apollo early in his career. Hmm. Rocky Marciano gave it to him. I don't know about that, but uh, it sounds right. Yeah, the kid's like, "You're gonna love Picasso," and he's like, "Well, I love almost anybody, but I want to see the movie where Rocky becomes an art critic, though." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Hey, yo, I love synthetic cubism." This one's a little pedantic for my taste. <laughs> uh, That's some fucking art. It ends on the shot of the city, and it has a montage of all the movies of um, the song. And just, and, just, and just Liberty One is standing uh, at the highest yep. point. Very yep. cool. Uh, no, and, let's. And, okay, this is the worst Rocky song of all of the Rocky songs. Well, I was like, what is this? What is this? Is Elton John? I was like, they... wow, they got I was like, they got an Elton John impersonator to do this That's song, but it's I actually him. It's actually him. <laughs> was, it's actually him. I was like, oh, I thought they just got like some sort of like I don't know, studio person. I couldn't believe it was actually Elton John. I guess they were like, Well, he sang Philadelphia Freedom, so he should sing the, yeah, the Rocky. He, it should have just been he, Philadelphia Freedom. It should have just been Philadelphia Freedom. You're right. Oh man, yeah, that's th- a- this song's not great. Damn, Beerman, where were you in 1990 when they really I needed was two. you? Yeah. So that's one of the intro of this. I I like could not believe how bad that song was yeah, and how like out of place it is, and and it's over the montage of every Rocky of movie, the whole thing, which, yeah. of the whole thing, and it's like that's it. It's the journey yeah. of a man. <laughs> There's um. One little thing I noticed in the credit is uh, Lloyd Kaufman is one of the people drinking in the bar, and he was one of the drunks in the bar in the first one. So his character is still too, so his character is still a drunk in that same bar. All these well, I guess he, Dude, what a legend. Yep, I believe it. What a legend. Continuity. That's continuity. So that's that's all my notes. That's the end of uh, Rocky Five, and presumably at the time that was it. That was the end of these movies. Well, this and closing montage would have you believe so, Rocky. but it's. It's clearly a lie. It's a bold-faced lie. Um, one, I got more, a, one more. I got a couple of notes uh, here. Uh, in the original script, Rocky is killed during the final fight with Tommy, dying in Adrian's arms in the street. According to Stallone, the director and the studio had second thoughts. Eventually, Stallone rewrote the ending, saying that he decided to change it because Rocky was supposed to be about perseverance and redemption, and having him die in a street brawl would be against the roots of the character. I guess... I guess. 
I would have been okay with know. Rocky dying, but I don't want to see him get beat to death in the street. Yeah, I don't know. I, that that would have been sad. Like if he died in the ring, like Apollo. How I else guess would he that, die though? In, in the ring with like Apollo did, you know, in a plane crash, like Buddy Holly. Any way other, <laughs> any way other than having his brains bashed in under an, an under the L. <laughs> Anything other like than many that. people before him getting his brain bashed in under the L. <laughs> Drowned in a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> that he made anything, himself. anything. <laughs> it's fiction. Like I guess the thing is, is like I, I mentioned it during the last one, but like I, you, you could go anywhere with it. And they were like, and then Rocky defeats communism, and then they were like, and Rocky loses it all and goes back home. Like I don't know why these choices were made other than to just subvert expectations. But I like that as an idea because it's like we can't get any crazier so they went the opposite way, but then it just doesn't work like well. Like it's like that could have been really good but it doesn't I don't know. I this movie's definitely the worst of these 5, but I it's still 5 like, of 5. Yeah, I, I, there's there's still things I like in it, and like like I I can't look. I grew up watching it, so to me it was always just like one of the Rocky movies, and I can never kind of not look at it like that. But there's definitely just like yeah, there's some bad performances in it, and it's just like I don't know, it's over the top in a different way. Yeah, it's and not in the way that over the top the movie is over the top in a completely <laughs> different way. In a good way. I feel like wa watching this, I feel like Sylvester Stallone was trying to recapture the magic of the first one because he had just done a bunch but of... But he does it in all of them. He does it in all... He's always going to recapture it. Yeah, but this one he brings back the original director and everything's dark and it's all about being back in the streets of Philadelphia. Rocky's lost it all. And it's like, it feels artificial. It doesn't feel authentic. Uh, it, I just... I like the idea of it, but the execution just feels totally not real. It just doesn't feel like... The, it just doesn't feel real like the first one felt real. That's my opinion on the misstep. Mm -hmm. It still takes place in this in this magical boxing world that the two through four took place in, but it wants you to believe that all of the realities of the first one uh, are there and should be taken just as seriously. And I don't know, it just becomes super campy by that point, and uh, in a good way. I love the, the, you know, we talked about the fourth movie. I love where it goes and how crazy and over the top it is, but... This one, this expectations are high, and this one does does not want to meet them. No, I guess coming off of Rocky Ford, this is definitely um, probably so disappointing for people. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. You're like, where's the robot? Yeah, my favorite character. <laughs> it had it had more it had more lines than Apollo Creed, right? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would have been okay if the fifth movie was just rock, Rocky boxing robots. Like, we talked a little bit about it last time, but, like, when is Rocky going to fight a robot? That's, after the last movie, that's what I'm thinking. That's where I want to go. It was a missed opportunity. Yes, right. Or something just non-human. Yeah, an alien. An alien. A a Rocky a versus Predator. Predator. Rocky versus Predator. Predator would be great. Oh, my God. Rocky versus Predator. <laughs> Rocky versus Terminator. That's a robot. Ooh. That's a robot, yeah. and then you get Arnold in it too. Mm -hmm. It's a com. Mm -hmm. it, Hollywood, Rock if you're listening, Terminator Three up. could be Rocky Five. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, the soundtrack album uh, is not the original motion picture score, but rather has music from and inspired by the film. The soundtrack features Joey B. 
uh, excuse me, the soundtrack features Joey B. Ellis, MC Hammer, 7A3, MC Tab, Rob Bass, and Bill Conti. Most of the soundtrack album contains rap music rather than Bill Conti's score. Uh, also, two of the scores from Rocky IV were featured in the film's trailer, but were not present in the actual film or soundtrack. The Measure of a Man was written by Alan Menken, Elton John, and Tim, and Tim Rice, and performed by John. Uh, <sighs> Stinker. You know, and they and what's called the uh, the uh, going the distance. It's the other like Rocky song, not in this one. Yeah, and uh, like Rocky oh, Four, a full version of "Gonna Fly Now" with lyrics is not heard in the film. However, like we mentioned, the instrumental horn version is played during the early scene where Rocky gets off the airplane, and at the end of the movie, after Rocky defeats Tommy, uh, another instrumental version can be heard. A little piano version, too. Uh, in addition, a solo piano version oh, is heard sorry. during several <laughs> scenes, including where Balboa speaks to his son upon his return from Russia and during the scenes where uh, where his property is being auctioned. Right, I just said that. <laughs> 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 sorry. <laughs> uh, is there an echo in here? <laughs> uh, anticipated to be one of the biggest hits of 1990 holiday season, Rocky V finished third in its opening weekend, trailing Dances with Wolves and Home Alone and never recovered. Wow. I, I was there. I, my, wow. my parents sprung for Home Alone, and I watched Rocky on a bootleg, so that'll, that tells you what happened. We saw Home Alone at the theaters, too, and it was a... Uh Thumbs up by me. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Loved it. Uh, the film earned $14 million on its opening weekend and $41 million in total in the U.S. and Canada, about one-third of its predecessor's take. Rocky V, however, made most, almost twice as much overseas with a gross of $79 million for a total of $120 million worldwide. That's interesting. Huge in Japan. Huge in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rocky Five has 30% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes from 37 reviews, with the site consensus uh, being, quote, Rocky Five's attempts to recapture the original's working-class grit are transparently phony as each of the thuddingly obvious <laughs> plot developments in a misguided installment that sent the franchise flailing into long-term limbo, end quote. Damn. Damn. It did kind of put this to bed, and it kind of it wrecked um, Stallone's career for a minute. This was considered a flop, and then he does things like Stop or My Mom Will Shoot and... Uh, and Oscar. <laughs> Oscar worthy roles like Oscar. <laughs> no, the movie. Oscar. Oh, oh, you're right. And then he does Oscar right after that, and then which also uh, flops. Yeah, it isn't for a few years until he does Cliffhanger. That people are like, oh yeah, Stallone. And then he does another series of flops like Judge Dredd and Demolition Man. This was the beginning of uh, a bunch of missteps for him. I would say if it's thirty percent, and that's like a three out of ten, I would give it like a five out of ten. I don't want to say it's that bad, but it's, you know. It's not. It's not. Great. It's such a come down after four. I don't. I, I, on its own, taken on its own, if you just watch one and five, I guess you know you could be like, this is a this is an okay movie. But after watching four, you're you're just like, you're on the moon, and then uh, there's a yeah. big come down. Yeah, I, I was gonna sign up for the Marines after I watched Rocky Four. <laughs> 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 Tony Drove, first in line. Send me first to Ukraine. Yeah. I, wait. I just revived. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm a college student. I'm <laughs> coming down from this. I changed my mind. Uh, but yeah, I got me ramped up. Uh, in 1999, Time placed the film on a list of 100 worst ideas of the 20th century. 
Come on, dude. Come on. It's like, it's, come on. It's up there with the fucking Holocaust and shit you're telling me. Come on. Number come one. On, man. Number one. Well, that's, it's not number that's, one. That's, it's just on the list. Still, still. Come on. It's not a great movie. Come on, man. That's, that's Come on, dude. <laughs> that is terrible, man. That's terrible. Well, they were like, leave it at four. Perfect <laughs> ending. People really love the character, and they really uh, put a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Uh, that's terrible. In a lot of ways, I guess the movie is like it's it's ahead of its time because it's predicting you know the down the, you know everyone's real high on the end of the Cold War, but I guess uh, I guess there were hard times ahead in the in the in the in the new millennium, and uh, I don't know. Maybe Sly just saw it before everybody else. The Los Angeles Times regarded uh, Rocky V as the best of the Rocky sequels. So what? No, Why? No. What? No, no. Who wrote that review? I don't know. Frank Ours. Stallone. <laughs> Frank Stallone wrote it. <laughs> Frank Stallone. <laughs> well, he wasn't in it, so he probably hated it. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky V was nominated for seven Golden Raspberry Awards in 1990, including Worst Picture, Worst Actor, Worst Screenplay for Stallone, Worst Actress for Shire, Worst Supporting Actor for Young. Worst director and worst original song for The Measure of a Man. <laughs> well, wow. did it win any of them, though? Uh, it didn't say. No, I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't look that Couldn't even win it. that. These are all my least favorite things. Like, this is my this is my least favorite Adrian, my least favorite song. And Yeah, okay. It, it definitely earned it. Uh, time has a point. Time Magazine. Tem- Tempo Magazine has a point. Tempo, Tempo Magazine. Uh, I'd be interested to watch Rocky Balboa because I watched that once. I rented it and I was like, eh. Like, this one is at least memorable. I don't remember hardly anything about Rocky Balboa. I agree with that, yeah. So yeah. I, I'd be interested that, to, yeah. see, to see if it's if it's better than this. I don't know. Are we going to do that? Are we going to keep going from this point? Do people want to see Rocky Six? Rocky uh, Balboa? Yeah, let us know. if you Let us know. If you don't want us to do it, get yourself a... New Legends of Philadelphia t-shirt. <laughs> Southfilini.com. If you do want to see it, please buy a Legends of Philadelphia t-shirt at <laughs> Southfilini.com. So we're doing it anyway, is what, is what you're saying. Uh, maybe we'll run a poll in the Instagram, just see what people yeah, think. We'll but see. we're probably doing it anyway. We're, I feel like we're we should. Sure, what, what else is going on? Yeah, we got nothing else. We, we, we're, you, come on. I got nothing going on. We're getting a lot of letters from people. They want us to start the mannequin series. Letters, they want us to do the, a lot of deep. Di- they want us to do a deep dive on. We're, gonna, we're getting on mannequin. The, we're getting mannequin carrier too. pigeons, the delivering messages. They want to see. Uh, they want to see mannequin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not a. It's not a great movie, but it's not. I would say it's not as bad as people say it is. But it's also also it's also a bad movie. Rocky Five or mannequin? What Rocky you, Five. Rocky Five. Mm-hmm. What about you, Trevor? You have final thoughts on Rocky Five? Um, fashion icons. I don't know. I, 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 I'm <laughs> with you. Those turtlenecks. I, I can't know, get it, enough of those turtlenecks. I, I honestly, I, it's almost like the most memorable clothes also come from this one. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, this one's got some good ones. Um, I agree. the The fashion, the uh, the the aesthetics hold up, but the acting does not. Uh, there's something there in the first act, but it deviates into some family drama instead of being a, a, a boxing movie um, or having anything to really do with boxing. Uh, <laughs> kind, of, kind of just about a street fight. <laughs> so uh, 
It's anticlimactic, yeah. So uh, if you're watching them all, I guess watch it. But if you're if you're just doing a highlight, I guess uh, I would suggest maybe. No, still watch it. Yeah, you know what? Still watch it. Yeah, yeah. listen to two hours it. of this podcast, but skip it. <laughs> skip the movie. <laughs> you just wasted two hours of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I wasted the whole day, man. I have to oh, tell you. Man. Okay, that's pretty much all there is to know about Rocky Five. Please check out our website, www.southfellini.com. It's S-O-U-T-H-F-E-L-L-I-N-I.com for cool, Philly-inspired merch. We're uh, pre-selling uh, our our Legends of Philadelphia t-shirt there. Check it out. We have to make up for all the times we didn't try to sell things. Now we're like, now we're like, we're all in. We're all in. People are already sick of hearing about this. Well, it's relevant to their interests. Uh, check us out on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, and Facebook. We're at South Fellini everywhere. Uh, follow along and join in the conversation. We want to hear from you. What would you rather have seen Rocky do in Rocky Five? Who would you rather have seen him fight? Uh, uh, or was this the perfect end to the Rocky franchise for you? Uh, look out for new episodes of the podcast every Monday. Stay safe, wash your hands, wear a mask, and go for it. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.